Hello, and welcome to the Lost Archives. My name's Owen, and I'm the Dungeon Master of this ragtag group of heroes and adventurers. Hi, everybody. I'm Claire. I'm playing Mira, who's a dragonborn sorcerer, half-red dragon, half-silver dragon. Uh, originally, was a bit of a politician, and now has joined the adventuring life probably to a greater extent than she ever expected. Hey everyone, I'm Michael, I'm playing Lockie Hobbs, Warforged Artificer. Uh, originally was part of a flying castle, but have since left and resumed an adventure with my mouth friends. Uh, cool. Um, hey guys, I'm Jared and I play the character of Jin. He is a level 6 lore bard and a level 2 hexblade warlock. Uh, I'm currently an associate and ally of the Tempest Guild and I am helping them in their goal of stopping the Queen of Dragons, Tiamat. Hello, I'm Ali, and I'm playing Sharma, the Yuan T. Sorlock, um, who is traveling with the Tempest Adventuring Guild, trying to find the other half of her soul, who is hiding somewhere away, far from reach. Hi guys, I'm Matt, uh, playing Yevon, the uh, sneaky wood elf ranger and rogue, who, after a tragic uh, incident in the jungle with his previous expedition, has now joined up with this lovely ragtag group of adventurers and is looking uh, to see what happens next. Hello! Give a Hello. second. Wait for it. Wait for it. Now Aww. wave. Yay! Hey. <laughs> hey. Hello. The camera took a few seconds to come across. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Lost Archives. My name's Owen. I'm the Dungeon Master. We've got some lovely players here with us. Some faces you will recognize, like Matt, like Ali. Jared's face you won't recognize because he's got his camera off. Because Jared, what happened oh, to your webcam? What happened, what happened to your webcam, mate? <laughs> it uh, fell off and hit the floor. And um, I think wiring is um, not the best. And how long has it taken to get it fixed? Well, it's been almost like two weeks. It's been almost two and a half. <laughs> we need like a dungeon, uh, bloody Game of Thrones shame bell. Um, that's okay. <laughs> um, and coming in, newly newly arrived and throwing shade already, uh, we have our two new guests, Tom and Haz. Tom, who's joined the stream before, you would recognize playing the lovely Baldur and newcomer to the D&D stream, but veteran of the Lost Archives who joined us for our Avatar stream, Haz, who is coming and playing D&D with us. Hello, hello. Haz was a very brave first guest character on the Avatar Legends stream. Um, so brave that we couldn't get another guest on for like another 10, 12 sessions. Because oh, uh, it's such a new system. But no, that was that was awesome. Um, you played I, a sandbender, who helped guide them across the desert. That was really cool. Yeah, good times. Oh, Cactus you, juice for everyone. Yeah, you watched them feed people to a desert worm too, which was also quite fun. Yeah, we drank their blood. Yeah. <laughs> but not actually, because it's kid-friendly, right? <laughs> Damn! <laughs> so, uh, thank you so much for joining us for our D&D campaign, and, and really stoked to have you guys stick around for a couple of sessions. Obviously, uh, for those of you who joined us last week, you'll know that Claire and Michael are away for a little bit. They're on holiday for the moment, uh, a very special type of holiday, a honeymoon. Claire and Michael got married uh, this Please. this last weekend that's passed, so we wish them a very, very hearty congratulations. Uh, and they are now off on a little honeymoon off to Malta, which is pretty amazing. Um, <laughs> so I, that is the one excuse I will accept for not making it to the D&D stream. Uh, it's acceptable. They gave me a handwritten note in triplicate beforehand, signed by their parents. They've, they're exempt from tonight's session and tomorrow night's session. They're good for the moment. Uh, they will be back in future. Don't worry. They will come back and join us. Uh, but get excited because we get to have two guest characters. Ah, I love guest characters. 
guest characters get to enjoy lots of chaos and not have to worry about the consequences of their actions afterwards. That's true, actually. That's guest characters are my favorite. Um, so I've had a quick chat to both Tom and Haz to get them up to speed, so they will be jumping straight in. I'll do a quick recap to get the rest of the team up to speed and, and you guys, the listeners as well, if you don't uh, don't remember what happened last time. Remember, if you're watching us live on Twitch, you can spend those channel points to do things like giving players advantage, like giving players disadvantage, like summoning monsters, like creating NPCs. Uh, and sorry, and when you give advantage and disadvantage, that also applies to me as the dungeon master. You can also give me advantage and disadvantage as well. So one of the cool reasons to join us live, you get to influence the story and have a bit of fun with it. So please, if you've got some channel points, spend them. I'm looking forward to seeing what you guys can summon. I think the last summon we had was a gold dragon uh, while they were flying in their airship to actually get to this location. That was a, uh, a user-summoned monster, so that was lots and lots of fun, or a viewer-summoned monster, I should say. Uh, awesome. Alrighty. I will do a quick recap, unless there's any other fun news to share. I don't think I had any other fun news. No. No, cool. I don't oh, think good. I had anything else fun to share, so let's jump into it. <clears throat> The Tempest Adventuring Guild, a group of mercenaries, explorers, and adventurers, has been working to thwart the machinations of a group known as the Order of the Dragon. This cult has been amassing power, wealth, and knowledge in an attempt to perform a ritual which would bring a dark draconic god, Tiamat, back into the world. Our story has been following the escapades of some of the members of this group, Mira, Jin, Loki, Yerveth, and Shan, who have travelled to Chiari, the draconic nation, to work against the cult's actions there. Our heroes are now on the run. A violent coup led by a group known as the Children of Tiamat has taken control of the city of Veluxur. The five elder dragons have been poisoned, their only ally in the city, Ambassador Elia, has been captured, and the city is now in chaos. After escaping the guard who had been sent to capture them, the party have fled to the undercity of Veluxur, a vast network of tunnels and abandoned buildings that have sunk into the sands. Soon after entering, the party stumbled across a group of members of the Order of the Dragon, speaking with a silver dragonborn, seemingly a representative of the Children of Tiamat. Jin, disguised as a gnome, attempted to infiltrate the cult by pretending to have been sent down to join them, but when confronted with an unfamiliar passcode by their leader, a blue dragonborn, violence ensued. The party fought for their lives, and despite some close calls and friendly fireballs, they were able to emerge victorious. After capturing Scythus, the silver dragonborn member of the Children of Tiamat, the party learned that the cult had corrupted a group originally known as the Equalists, turning them into this Children of Tiamat group, uh, a violent, radical uh, terrorist organisation. Scythus is now left with Mira and Loki. The plan is to try and locate other members still loyal to the old Equalist code. Meanwhile, Jin, Shana, and Yerveth plan on heading deeper into the Undercity to try and locate a passage which will take them deep into the heart of the Council building in an attempt to rescue the five Draconic Ambassadors. Now, as you guys are standing, getting ready to explore the room below, so last session we left off just as Scythus, Mira, and Loki said their goodbyes and headed off towards the tunnel entrance. As you guys, uh, Yerveth, Jin, and Shana, as you head into the room below, uh, you pass through out of the room that is filled with the bodies of the cultists that you slaughtered mercilessly, burnt to death using Fireball. Uh, Yerveth probably still a little bit singed from uh, his close call with Fireball. Sorry, close calls yeah. with Fireball. Um, as, uh, as you head back into the room and sort of begin like dusting off the soot from your robes. Uh, Yerveth, what colour is... Um, Eleanor at the moment. I think she you said she was green. Uh, she's green at the moment. Green at the yep. moment, yeah. Okay, so Eleanor sort of matching your green cloak follows close behind as you guys walk up towards uh, the tunnel entrance. Uh, there are two tokens on the map. You can't see them yet. I only put them there for my own reference. Uh, as you guys, <laughs> as you guys head, as you guys head back down the corridor. Oh my um, god, you guys are here already. Shh, don't oh, worry wow. about it. 
As you guys head back down the corridor, you can see that pathway down towards the south where the, the trap had been, that trap that uh, Yerveth accidentally activated when Jin sort of nudged him into the room. So, uh, yeah, as you guys head down towards the south, you can see the room beyond is this large open chamber. There are bookshelves arranged, covered in papers and notes, and a table with some stools arranged around it. looks like this is maybe some sort of living space, uh, maybe some sort of um, rest and research area previously used by potentially you think the children of Tiamat or whichever group came before them. Uh, as you guys enter into the room and, and head down towards that southern room, you can see an unfamiliar sigil, one that you've not seen before. So far, the children of Tiamat have been marked with this five-clawed symbol. It looks like five claw marks scraped down across their chest. But in this room is something a little bit different. It almost looks like a dragon in flight. Head down towards the bottom, tail towards the top with wings coming up behind it. Um, imagine almost like a fleur-de-lis in that sort of symbol, but wings pointing backwards and rising up above and the tail pointing mm. down below. Uh, sorry, pointing, uh, pointing towards the top and the head pointing down below. And the symbol seems to be etched into the wall, carved in as if uh, something of great importance. Jin is headed down to the room. Jin, you can see inside, yeah, there's papers and scrolls and books covering every surface, uh, all of which you can see very clearly are written in Draconic. You recognize the, the script. Whoa. We all have Draconic. What a surprise. Everyone knows surprise. Draconic. <laughs> Every single person knows Draconic. Okay, awesome. Um, so just quickly, so this table here, Owen, doesn't really have anything on it. That just looks like sort of like a blank table that people could sit at and do whatever yeah so the room that you're in is roughly uh for podcast listeners is roughly um 20 feet wide and sort of 40 feet long um the walls are sort of carved somewhat hastily it looks like maybe this was once part of another building but the undercity is made of all these different buildings that have sunk and moved and pushed through the sand so whatever this once was um it sort of partially collapsed inwards down towards the south part of the wall has actually collapsed in a table has been set into a small alcove uh, inside this room and a couple of stools arranged around it the table has a couple of plates on top of it um nothing on it no no food no drink but some crumbs that indicated food might have been consumed here in the, in the recent past uh, and a candle in a candlestick sits as well half burned down but no longer lit uh owen yes is the how stable does this room look you said it was ruined like the way yeah. the other city's moved around like does it look like it's like pretty solid or like yeah. is it like pretty rough looking yeah could i have a, an architecture check please uh that'll yeah, be investigation. <laughs> <laughs> we like to joke oh, yeah. about like ultra specific skill checks <laughs> well let's um that's pretty good okay good i was actually about to 18. give you like a bardic or something but you actually wrote pretty well he doesn't for, for a plus zero i don't know if you've got any bardic inspirations left jared because you guys haven't quite had short rest. you haven't had it yet i kind of gave it to you in the last session just so we could jump straight in but um it, you, it's kind of happening as we speak this okay. is the short rest in, in action we're, we're experiencing uh, okay. a short rest live together um <laughs> gotcha. so yerveth for his short rest is like admiring the architecture of the room yeah yerveth 18 investigation check yeah not super stable in fact you're sort of your vibe on the whole Undercity is that this entire uh, area, this entire Undercity location is unstable. The sand and the stone that it is built around constantly seems to be moving. Um, you get the sense that these rooms probably don't move very, very quickly, but over time gradually shift and, and, and change locations as the, as the city above sort of squashes them and pushes them down and around and away. This pathway you've just taken isn't a pathway at all. It's not like a, a corridor. It's just a section between the stone that has cracked open, briefly allowing access to this room. For how much longer you'll have access, you've got no idea. It could be months, it could be years. Uh, 
but it, you get the sense that very slowly all the locations in the Undercity are shifting and moving. It's okay. almost like a, a vast network, a vast maze that is constantly changing. Okay. Yeah. I almost run an entire campaign just in the Undercity. <laughs> yeah. Constantly moving, constantly changing. Pretty cool. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's going to... Uh, probably going to head over to this table here and kind of gesture at Jin and go, uh, I'll, I'll take this table if you want to uh, maybe start off on that smaller one at the back of the room. Um, sure. Or we could help each other out and look together. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's use the help action because they're both <laughs> very high intelligence. While they're doing that, Shano, what would you be doing? Would you let's be in, yeah. um, investigating, keeping watch, going through your stuff, taking inventory? Be keeping watch and like just sort of making sure we're not going to get snuck up on by um, yeah. a bunch of less than happy cultists. Or... Could I have a perception check in that case? Uh, and while you're doing that, uh, Baldor and Akani, who we are now introducing, you have been moving throughout the upper city, seeing the chaos and the carnage uh, up close and personal, seeing villas and houses that Akani, you would know these are noble families. These are dragons of great lineage that are being dragged into the street, their staff arrested and handcuffed, um, taken away by this, this city guard, by this draconic guard. And you would have passed by some bodies, not just adults in armor wielding weapons, but the occasional woman and child. This coup has turned incredibly violent. And the council have lost control. The council are gone. The council of dragons are... They have no control over the situation anymore. It looks like the children of Tiamat, this this violent group who have taken away your equalists, your companions, have turned them into this this force of chaos. This is their this is their victory right now. As you pass through some narrow corridors, you can see above on the on the hill, up in the very center of the city, above the council hall, symbol of black flag flies in the breeze. Five headed dragon different colors your new companion Baldor sort of close behind not quite realizing the gravity of what that might mean um, but nonetheless looking around with concern hefting his great axe ready for any danger that might come your way you know there is a hiding place not nearby a place where some of your people might still be located there's a park with a fountain pathway down that leads to a safe house a place where you used to discuss read through books not just books from your own land, but from other lands that spoke of different ways of managing different government systems, different social systems. Banned books in Chiari. <laughs> As you head down the passageway and climb down into the open chamber, um, you find yourselves in the, the ruined storeroom. Interestingly though, you can see there are footprints through the dust. Normally this place would be fairly deserted, but there are huge amounts of footprints heading in both directions and the ladder itself seems to have been used fairly recently there's this faint smell of peppermint coming off the ladder which you don't recognize my, my bottle my friend this is this is terrible the rule of law has been completely abandoned there's lots of death here i don't think uh this is playing out how we would like to absolutely what? not uh, the, the the cultists have ruined everything. Quickly down 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 the ladder. There's a very unusual smell, but we should be safe down here at least for at least for a time. Shana, you hear voices echoing down the corridor. One familiar, one very unfamiliar. 
you could swear that sounds like Baldur talking, but that's impossible. Baldur's in Oxenfurt investigating the cult there. Um, mm. As you're sort of looking down the corridor, uh, Baldur and Akani come up to this very narrow section that has been opened up. Baldur, originally this passageway would have been way too tight for you to fit. You actually would have like not been able to quite fit through here, but someone recently has used magic to shape and move the earthen walls aside. Akani, you... So someone has this is really recent someone has mucked around with this this is supposed to be safe but someone hold Baldor this is so, someone's been through here this has been changed this may not be safe hold back are you sure I, I can bludgeon my way through if there's uh, anyone in, in our way uh, Baldor if we can avoid any more violence there I think that would be on, only good only if uh, it's not a dragon I I <clears throat> clear, clear my dragonborn throat. Um. <laughs> you, you get God. the sense Baldur means it in the most innocent way possible. <laughs> um, also, I'm just going to interject. Has Shana alerted us to this happening? That's up to Shana. No, she was. I was going to do it. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Which yeah, no. Like, uh, she she like... sort of sticks her head into the cavern and just sort of like. Hey guys, I there's a couple people coming, and for some reason, one of them really sounds like Baldor. Who's Baldor? I don't remember that. Oh, he was the he was our he was the Goliath friend. He helped us up in the up north, remember? With KC. Oh, he had that really annoying. Oh yeah, that really annoying. Um, oh, I would have the robot I, man. I, Very. Oh. Yeah. Casey, yes, he was a bit. But no, Baldur was, was great. <laughs> for, uh, for podcast listeners, oh, you never and for, had... for podcast listeners and for our guests, um, the last time Baldur was on, I also had Jacob come on and play Casey. Um, <laughs> it was actually really fun. Technically, technically, in the way we'd kind of introduced these two characters, they outranked these current guild members. Oh, yeah. And yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, Jacob yeah. made a real point of like rubbing that in their faces at every possible <laughs> turn. It mostly hilarious. it was just mostly it was just Jin and KC just constantly like back and forth against each other. Yeah, there was there was a lot of banter. A lot of banter. It was good. It was great. It was good. Um, yeah. But yeah, so Shana, sort of alerting this, um, the caverns echo. Baldur and Akanda, you can now hear people talking. Baldur, these voices sound very familiar. There's this like oh, this hissing serpent voice that you're like, yeah, I know this voice. This, this, this will we not be whispering? All right, you can be whispering. In that case, then, Baldur, would, you can just whisper. hear this like whispering. Uh, yeah, you can hear this whispering sound. Yeah, okay. whispering. All right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Baldur, you can hear this whispering <laughs> sort of voices. Uh, indistinguishable. You've got no idea what they're saying. <laughs> Ikani, I think uh, there might be someone else here. Can you look down, see these footprints and voices I can hear? Stay behind me, young Baldor. I, I will protect you. <laughs> young. As like the you big the bearded Baldor with like grey wisps in his hair stands aside to let this <laughs> dragonborn push through. I love it. On your way then. I yeah, proceed very, very slowly and cautiously down, down the passageway. When they're about there, like, you know, the footprint, the foot uh, steps are sort of getting closer. Can Shana just sort of uh, sort of stick her head slightly further down the hallway and just sort of shout, Halt! What's the <laughs> password? Sure. Uh, you guys hear a voice shout out, Halt, what's the password? In, in Shana's voice, Halt, what's the password? <laughs> Do we even have a password? What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, what's the password? I don't even know the password. They're I don't even know the password. Google's password. You can you can hear what? there's a lot of like discussion going on. You can't quite hear what it says, but there's like whatever this person said has been met with a lot of whispering. Like it almost has a like, chastisement. 
Ah. Uh, I'm gonna yeah. get. Re- I'm gonna ready an Eldritch Blast just in case. She said it was bolder, but there's two people there, so yeah, no fair. I see. My logic the is: if we know is. the equalist password, then they must be equalists. But you don't oh, know the equalist password. That's actually not a bad idea. That Would I know the equalist too. password? Uh, the we equalists... know that there is an equalist. So, Akana, you you know for a fact that a the equalists have a phrase, a call and response phrase that they say to each other, um, that has recently been changed to feature TMAT very prominently. Uh, you know that the call and response absolutely does not include the word password at any point because you are a secret organization trying not to be discovered for your secrecy. Uh, no one in the equalists would ever call and ask for a password. That is like terrible uh, secrecy 101. It's almost as bad as calling yourself a cult uh, to a cult. It's like trying to infiltrate a cult and going like, oh yes, I'm part of your cult. Uh, we're in order, thank you very much. Um, yeah, so you would know the original call and response phrase of the Equalists was um, for justice we seek and peacefully we bring is the call and response. For justice we seek. Do I get any response back? Uh, it doesn't sound like it. <laughs> I, I, think, I think we would all be looking at each other with befuddlement because we wouldn't really have any idea of what that means. I didn't think we'd get this far. Prepare does yourself, Baldo. These are not friends mean, ahead. Are these, are these cultists? We could be in for trouble. But wait, wait, oh, Baldo is a double agent. No, you said there was Baldo was there. Just call that to Baldo. No, but he must be a double agent then if he's working with the cult. He might not be. That liar's treacherous bastard. Oh my <laughs> god. Did, <laughs> hang on. Oh, did, did someone say Baldo treacherous bastard? I, I was whispering. I think it, they're whispering uh, it. But, but, okay. but I think, I think like there's Baldur's, a lot of Baldur's intense, like, e- your ears are burning. Someone's talking about you, Baldur. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have a weird feeling I might know them. I don't know why. Well, I mean, you have spent some time infiltrating this this cult that's ruined my precious equalist, Baldur. That doesn't mean they're a friend. I do have something quite special, secret I want to show you. And specific, like it's a really bad time to do this because we're in a really narrow arrow. Like it's very Baldur. I tap him on his back and I like get him to like look down at like my pelt sort of across secret? my waist. Yeah, and I like open a little bit to show. He does the like a circle on his knee and then yeah. punches you. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> yeah, wow. Oh man, sorry, <laughs> couldn't resist. Girl. Um, I, I flick out this little um, little token showing us part of the, the Tempest Guild. It's like, I'm actually, I like, I try to lower my voice, but I, I keep on projecting even further. Yep. I was like, I'm actually part of the Tempest Guild. So, so there's this like, yeah, like, yeah, you've never heard any discussion of this before. He's never mentioned this. And suddenly, like, in, in this very tense situation, Baldur, like, turns you around and then, like, pulls out of his pants this, like, badge and shows it to you. Cool. What, what is this? What is this? This is nonsense. We, maybe I have friends here. They could, there's a chance it could be them. So do we hear that he said something about- Yeah, Baldur's not whispering. (laughs) I think it's safe to say. I'm going to say, don't trust him. He's a double agent working with the guild. With the the cult. So can she shout down the hallway once again? Yeah. What are your opinion on dragons? (laughs) I hate them. (laughs) It's the the worst question you could have asked. <laughs> Go for it. No, no, please answer, answer honestly the characters. What are your opinions on dragons? The rule of law is absolute, but 
I will admit there is room for improvement on the rule of the council. Nice. So it is better than... It was still better than what we have now with the children of Tiamat. <laughs> I was expecting you to be like, this is not democracy manifest. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, and Baldur, a, point. a succulent elven meal? Yeah, <laughs> nice. <laughs> succulent <laughs> elven bread. <laughs> um, and Baldur, your opinions on dragons, if you, if you care to share. They can be a bit crap. <laughs> yeah, fair, fair. Uh, okay, that's, give that's you a bit of a look. Guys, I think they're friends. Oh, okay. Well, oh, let's let's actually do this properly. I'm going to do an insight check to actually see if they're lying yep. or not. We Absolutely. should actually be doing checks to. Yep. Yeah. I I also I also love it when you just go. Yeah, that sounds legit. Yeah, that's my favorite. My favorite thing as players is when you guys just go, "Yeah, that's about right." Are these corpses? We shouldn't I just see trust everyone. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's, oh, there's loads so of corpses. Many corpses. As you oh, <laughs> wait yeah. for it. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> don't worry. We will address. We will address the elephant-sized corpses. In At the least room. they're not um, corpses. They're more ash and. A lot no, of there, ash? There's a no, lot of corpses. Body. There's a lot Burn of dead bodies. So, insight checks, Jin. Um. Yeah, hundred percent. That's Baldor, like hundred percent. Um, and also you remember Baldor is um, look, great guy, incredibly strong. Doesn't always think through what he's saying. Um, like, just kind of like does stuff and then has to deal with it afterwards or says things and then goes like, you know, I, I think I would say like says exactly how he thinks and feels. There's no filter. Baldor is just like, yep, this is it. Would that be fair to say, Tom? Is Baldor's description? Yeah, it's pretty accurate. Yeah. Act um, first, think maybe Arthur. Yeah, this this other voice, this this um, quite draconic voice, sort of a bit sharp around the edges. Um, I mean, they sound like they're telling the truth. Like what, what they said sounded from the heart. I would say um, very much from the heart. Uh, Yerveth, yeah, hundred percent. That's Baldor. Hundred percent. Baldor's just saying whatever came to his mind in that moment. So at the moment, Baldor's not feeling particularly great about dragons, probably because he's been up in the city above, and uh, things aren't going too well there. So at this point, that's Baldor's honest opinion of dragons. <laughs> Some are pretty crap. Um, this this newcomer. This is someone who speaks eloquently, someone who is thoughtful, someone who is um, clearly has a very strong opinion on this and a very thought out, very uh, well-established opinion on this and was speaking from the heart, was saying exactly how they thought and felt in that moment. Okay. Uh, yeah, so now you're here. Out from, the, uh, from his little hiding hole and uh, go look down the corridor and... As you head down the corridor, Akani and Baldor, you guys turn the corner. Uh, in front of you, uh, Akani, you know that the room beyond is where a number of the uh, members of the Order of the Dragon, the Cult of the Dragon, had been staying. Um, what this room once was is unrecognizable. Um, the walls are covered with soot and scorch marks. Bodies litter the floor, both in the corridor and in the room beyond. Piles of ash, broken weapons... Uh, and a dragonborn clad in gold plate armor. No, sorry, a naked dragonborn. <laughs> a naked oh, dragonborn. No, we we wouldn't we let him have his undercloth. Um, he wasn't. He was only wearing a loincloth under the armor. The dragon scales are quite hardy. Okay. You don't have to have too much underneath. A dragonborn wearing nothing. That's all that matters. He's not completely yeah. naked. He's We're not drag- barbaric. We're not barbaric. We only stripped <laughs> off We're most barbarians. of his clothes. Um, Would I have known anyone in that room and known them to be? Do I recognise this dragonborn? Yes. So the gold, the gold scale dragonborn, you would one hundred percent recognise. Uh, you probably wouldn't have known his name, uh, but he was a strong fighter. Clearly, uh, member of the Order of the Dragon, was kind of a little bit in charge of Baldur. Baldur 
you you knew his name, but you've been told it a number of times. It hasn't stuck. It wasn't important. It was some incomprehensible list of syllables that went on for way too long. You didn't bother. Um, but he he was kind of the one who was in charge of most of the the hired muscle, the the people who'd been brought in recently, people like yourself who were skilled martially um, and were needed to help protect the members of the cult. You you know this man, this this dragonborn was strong, very strong. Uh, you think in a one-on-one fight, you, it could have gone either way between you and him. Akani, this guy scared you a bit. Um, he spoke of honor and spoke of one-on-one glorious combat, but there was a darkness in his eyes, a hunger for blood that kind of would have put you off a bit given your, your backstory and your history. So, Are you firm on the culty side of the... 100% on the culty side. He came with the cult. Um, he was the one charged with protecting the members of the cult while they went about corrupting your precious equalists. I... Is he that first corpse I can see there? Uh, yeah, he is. Yeah, there's a. Oh no, sorry. That that first corpse there uh, is a pile of ash. I should say. Oh. There's no. There's no corpse there. It's just ash. <laughs> uh, he's further inside the room. He's just inside the the corridor as you as you pass. Okay. Yeah. Um, but no, as you sort of look into the room and see this carnage, they're all wearing the masks and the robes of the cult. That the the members of the Order of the Dragon wear pretty um, stand out their clothing black cloaks over the top of whatever regular gear they wear and then they have these silver masks that look like draconic faces and all the members of the cult wear them regardless of whether or not they're dragonborn human elf um probably one of the things that rubbed you the most wrong uh and stank of hypocrisy to you is how many of the cult were elves and humans this is a group that's supposed to be about bringing dragons power but there's fucking elves telling people what to do that probably that probably did rub you the wrong way yeah not stoked not 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 stoked on 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 soft skins being a part of my equalists yeah, exactly. Um, so you, you kind of like, as you turn the corner, you're expecting to see maybe some cultists still there. Maybe the room's empty. No, no. The room's full of cultists. They're just not uh, living anymore. Oh, my God. Probably one of the bodies is still burning faintly from the, the last five <laughs> minutes. Yeah. Well, well, something terrible has happened. Well, in our case, somewhat fortuitous, but all the same, someone very powerful is nearby. Some stinky, stinky dead bodies. <laughs> and then, as you guys turn left and look to your left, you can see uh, in the room beyond there are some figures. Shana, would you like to describe your character? Well, Ali, I should, I should say, would you like to describe Shana, your character? Um, so the first thing you'll notice about Shana is that she is half snake. Uh, <laughs> uh, she's got. I don't know how long we ended up making her. She's about six foot odd, tail. And then she's just got long white hair, sort of got a bluish tint, and then um, blue she's eyes. She's up on the screen right now for people watching oh, the yes. stream or the YouTube, so yeah. character I came up right then. I don't know where I am. How convenient. <laughs> wow. Very convenient. But yes, Shana. <laughs> um, yeah, so so almost a Lamia style. Um, so snake lower half, uh, almost elven looking upper body, slightly pointed ears, long white silver hair, um, dressed in quite light clothing uh, very desert friendly clothing I would say um, and clearly some sort of fucking magic user she's not got a single weapon on her which is a bit of a dead giveaway <laughs> um, would you like to describe Yerveth please Matt yeah absolutely um, yeah so you see at the, at the end of the corridor this um, wealth uh, clad in this uh, in this cape very life uh, life sort of like uh, sharp features um, you know this sort of silvery grey hair sort of um, t- tied back at the moment uh his eyes would be quite like uh bright at the moment probably uh very bright green uh draconic almost in its appearance yeah i would uh, say yeah. you notice his eyes are actually slit no longer do they have a circular pupil it's now a draconic pupil 
Uh, yeah, a couple of scars um, through his eye and a few on his jaw and everything. Looks like someone who spent a lot of time in the elements. Very, very weathered face. Um, but yeah, very lithe build, um, you know, very tight sort of leather armor um, strapped to his body. He carries a very, very uh, elegant looking uh, wombo, uh, which is, uh, seems to have some sort of blue tinges to it in some parts um, from what you can see. Uh, but yeah, uh, quiver full of arrows, uh, ready to go. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then Jin, would you like to describe how you currently look at the moment? Um, yeah. So when I came in here, I was a gnome. Then it turned into a human, um, and then I—I I probably would have changed back once I sort of had that little rest and changed back into this room. Probably would have gotten to the form I'm most comfortable with. So right now, I'd be my persona, Illyrian Whisperwind. Um, so I've got like these like nice ornate sort of almost like noble clothes, um, like a nice intricate cape at my back that is. Um, Dragon, uh, blue dragonborn. Uh, no, not dra- uh-huh. blue dragonborn, but blue dragon scales. <laughs> there are some. There are some blue dragon scales etched into the cloak. Yeah. Yes. So um. And then yeah, and then um, I got like a nice. I don't actually have a sword, but I got like a tattoo on my hand. Um, I have nice sort of slick back, like sort of like auburn hair at the moment. Mm. Uh, and a a loot strapped much... to your back as well, I think, as well. Uh, pan flute, yeah. Pan flute, sorry. Pan, uh, pan flute, loot. I have like three or instruments. Actually, I probably wouldn't even carry any. In- oh, I probably still have the pan flute, but um, I have a lot of instruments that are actually in the bag holding. That's right, yep. Um, oh, yeah. And then would you like to describe uh, Tom, what they see standing before you? Would you like to describe Baldur? For sure. So Baldur is a, a Goliath, so he's, he's uh, approaching seven foot. Um, he is built like an absolute monster, uh, quite a wide fridge, um, and he's got his great axe um, welded to his back. Well, not quite welded, but, you know, close enough. Um, he's got tattoos just uh, sort of resembling the heritage of his, uh, like, the finger mountains where, like, the like Goliath sort of heritage was from, so clearly tribal tats. Um, and he's got his, like, bear, uh, bear pelt sort of dignifying his... Um, the like warrior totem um, clan he's a part of, um, yeah, that's about right. Yeah, big, big, muscular, scary-looking dude, um, but like with a really gentle smile that kind of is a bit off-putting. He's like this massive, jacked guy, and then he's got this like really like innocent, happy smile as he like looks around the corridor and sees you guys. Uh, and how yeah. would you like to describe Akani? Yeah, so uh, at the end of the corridor, you see a. Uh... Tall, but looking quite short next to um, Baldor, uh, blue dragonborn. So he's uh, like a lightish blue for his main scales, and then his sort of underscales are a creamish yellow. He's standing there in in chainmail with a with a small cape on 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 his back, holding a, a long halberd in a defensive and somewhat aggressive position towards you all yeah absolutely and that's what you guys see as you look down the corridor at each other um Ooh. obviously the party recognized baldor straight away uh no one looks like baldor but baldor the boulder yeah <laughs> the, the other thing to note as well is that you also see a small drake sort of at my feet. yes we should mention that uh standing next to yerveth is a green to your eyes at first akani a green baby dragon but then as you look again you're like oh there's no wings 
and it's really stocky like it's not gangly like a young dragon is it's actually it's actually quite stocky and solid almost like some sort of like drake like dog you have never seen anything like this before this is as far as you're aware unique this is a new type of dragon all right well i immediately drop my my halberd down point facing these these newcomers what are you all doing doing here in these tunnels you do not belong here well, what as, are you doing saying, down here? Yeah. You belong down here. I Very grab a, I grab Ikani's shoulder and I say, "The the Tempest Guild, I I know them." And as I like, I stick my head sort of past his shoulder and sort of say, "Shana, is that is that you? You know any other snake women?" <laughs> I stop and I don't know any other snake women. <laughs> <laughs> We've missed you, Tom. <laughs> yeah. Yep. yep. Oh, this it, is fine. Me. We're in safe hands. Uh, Boulder, what are you doing here? I thought you weren't I, meant to be here. I have been doing some detective work. On your own. Taps nose. <laughs> <laughs> he misses and like hits the wall. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. He knows where his nose is. He's got proprioception. Um, I've been doing detective work for the guild. I found myself in a great situation by happenstance and found I ended up here. I, at this moment, Yervith is going to give a bit of a side eye to uh, Jin and be like, oh, I think Boulder might be uh, giving you a run for your money on the detective side of things, Jin. I've never really, I've never really been much of a detective. Uh, more, you know, spy sort of things. Not really detective per se. Well, I mean, looks like Bold is uh, doing a lot of uh, spying, infiltrating, as you can see, by the sounds of things. Might be able to learn a thing or two from him. Yeah, I probably could. Yeah. <laughs> I think I've found out some uh, information. There's some, there may be some bad dragons or dragonborn in the city. Oh, 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 really, Bolton? <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> I, that's when I would actually probably, I'd probably uh, then walk up to um, Yervith and give him sort of like a tap on the um, shoulder or like a little nudge. I'm like, yeah, look, really like a lot from Boulder. Bad Dragonborn, wow. I just look at the crowd like, oh, Boulder. You got me. <laughs> it's like, yay, Boulder. Oh, Boulder. <laughs> Okay, so you didn't this come in here, Boulder? This is my friend uh, Akani. He's a uh, he's a good good dragon. Ah, oh, dragonborn. <laughs> and I I sort of but we're we're coming down the the hallway. Okay, <laughs> you guys can come into the yeah pushy as you guys walk down the corridor and into the away from the the sort of burning corpses and <laughs> yeah. slaughter. That last room's a bit corpsey for our liking. Let's head down here where it's a bit more chill. Um, is Akani is still have his uh, weapon out? Um, seeing that Baldur sort of gave you all the okay, and well, you you have you have dragon eyes. The snake has scales. There's a little dragon floating around. A little little more little more comfortable here. Wait, no, I have actually. I think Shana has scales. Uh, black dragon scales. Shana. She's just got yeah. her normal purple. Oh, who? She who didn't else? end up with any of the black scales. Oh, I must be the um, other two. Yep, so, yep, yep, yep. So yeah, you're, you, you, as you as you step into the room, as you step into the room, Akani and Baldur. Yeah, you notice that up a little bit closer. You can see that, yeah, the the elf 
something is off with his eyes. They're, they're green dragon eyes. They're, they're the same eyes as a green dragon would have. And this little drake, this creature that's following him around, it's some strange sort of dragon, something you've never seen before, Akani. Um, but it's definitely draconic, definitely some sort of dragon creature. I sort of walk straight up to him, sort of cup his chin under my hand and just look into his eyes. And just... mm. uh, it snorts this breath of hot air into your face. As, as you sort of don't really introduce yourself, as you just like grab its chin, uh, this breath of hot air like pushes back over your over your face and sort of makes you blink your eyes a little bit. And it sort um. of takes its, takes its head off and looks at you with a look of quite pronounced haughtiness uh almost a little bit of like arrogance like who the fuck do you think you are touching me <laughs> i, I re- re- reach oh. out to, to shake his hand iconic again you must be the leader of this party <laughs> oh yeah uh eleanor eleanor fucking loves that uh a little, little bit of a preen you watch as the dragon like adjusts its shoulders like preens a little bit uh, and places a paw on your on your clawed hand uh and and gives like a, a bit of a regal nod and then looks back at yerveth and then looks back at you and then looks at Yerveth and like nods with its head and then sits in front of the Yerveth and then stands you... and then looks at you and, and nods its head again, Yerveth. Yeah. Can you yeah, kind of like just... be trusted? <laughs> yeah, Yerveth does a bit of a shrug and goes, uh, yeah, she's, she'll love that. Um... Because, okay, so Akani's doing that. I've what, just questioned, Presentation says I can leave a small mark because Akani's like just basically disrespected all three of us. Can I leave like a little mark that says like, kick me or something <laughs> um, so you uh, yes the rules of press digitation uh you can you wave your hands and on the back of akani's cloak um this sort of like tiny little glowing text appears that says kick me perfect in, in i'll comedy. go back and sit down yeah uh it will last for exactly one minute and then fade so enjoy oh, one hour apparently one hour it will last for exactly one hour and then fade perfect <laughs> well, yeah, I, well, having having introduced myself to the to the leader, I I, I stand up and go bow to the other. Oh. Hello, humans. I am Ekaniki Yan. I'm sorry, humans. Paladin of the Order of Bahamut. <laughs> I don't think you've got humans on your hands here. Um, I'm a wood elf, and uh, my friend Shana here is. Well, Definitely human. I don't quite know what she is. <laughs> you might not be. <laughs> what was that, what, what? What did you say the last bit? I, 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 I'm certainly, I'm a wood elf. And Shana, I'm not quite sure what Shana is. Just yet. Apologies, I find it difficult to tell the difference between the uh, other races without horns, you see. Tieflings oh. are okay. Tieflings, like, it's a bit easier to spot. But the other ones? Actually, if he's... If, if Akani... I don't know how what his history is, but yeah. if he's been in the Dragonborn City, would he actually have a lot of interaction with other races? Uh, or... During during the day, other races are allowed in yeah. under certain certain tasks. So Akani would have interacted with the occasional elf, but, I mean, the occasional elf. Maybe dwarves. The dwarves and dragons have a bit of a storied history. They don't get along super well. Um on account of being close More neighbors, humans. that's always a recipe for disaster. It'd be pretty rare, though, right? Like he'd yeah. be like. And Akani, well, Akani's yeah. history, he doesn't really like. You're not a trader. You're not a merchant. You're not a politician. So you don't really have cause to mix with the other races. So. I know you exist. You yeah. General. Yeah, you've seen yeah. elves. You've seen elves yeah. before. You've seen dwarves before. You've even tall, seen a gnome. Tall humans, short humans. Yeah. Very short humans. It could have been. It could have been a baby dwarf. You're not sure. It might have been a gnome. Could have been a baby dwarf. <laughs> Who knows? 
Um, but I mean, <laughs> smooth skins. Hard to say. <laughs> uh, well, um, so you're an equalist then? Is that what I heard before? <clears throat> uh, you are. You are correct. Um, although there's not much left of us. Yes. Whoa, 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 whoa. Back up. I, I take Didn't a couple we... of steps backwards. <laughs> That's near me. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. Aren't we actually... Weren't we just fighting against equalists? Aren't they the ones who screwed this all up? Well, we, well, we weren't fighting against them. But, but they, they, kind of... they literally were part of the coup. Whoa, I get well... You have no idea what you're talking about. Those were true equalists. Apologies for my friend here. We're, we're, we're all a bit new to the situation. Um, this morning I woke up and was surrounded by friends. Um, the next minute, there's a whole coup in our hands and I'm down here in this dingy place. You picked a terrible time to visit my fair city, I'm afraid. <laughs> the guidebooks did not account for this. <laughs> so, one quick question then. Do you serve Tiamat, and are you a part of the Cult of the Dragon? Uh, I, I will say, Jin, you did just hear him announce himself as a paladin of Bahamut. <laughs> I look beyond offended. And, and <laughs> on, his, on, his, on his chest on his chest is a symbol of the Platinum Dragon. On his cloak, you see the same symbol scrolled on the wall. I'll be honest, I didn't hear that, and oh, I okay. think Jin probably might not have been paying attention. Fair, no, no. In, in that case, Ooh. then, you see you see Akani get... Uh, what, how did you describe it? Has horribly offended. Horribly what? Like a s- southern Christian being told if if they love Satan, sort of sort yeah. of. Tear. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's like going up to some like diehard um, like Mormon and going like, "Which way's Mecca from here?" <laughs> much, yeah. <laughs> really wow. getting it like completely off. Um, yeah, you, you see this very offended look come into Akani's eyes, and he reach. I think would probably like reach. Yeah, reach for that. <laughs> but I wondered that. Yeah, Jin. You should be a bit more accommodating to our guests. There's a war going on, Yerveth. We have to be careful. We can't just trust anyone that walks in and says they're a friend. There's enemies everywhere here. Uh, we we need to know the stakes. But his reaction is comforting. Uh, do you uh, remember me? <laughs> <laughs> I... I do now. I look a little bit offended. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. I see you, um, Bolgore or something. Can I just say oh, this is our high again. charisma character currently offending <laughs> hey, look, everyone? I have a low intelligence and low wisdom. Yep, that's. Fair. I am all charm. I don't really. Yeah, I I just get by with my charm typically, so I, I don't have. Yeah, pretty much the same. Well, but um, I, yeah, I'll go, oh, Bolgor, I remember you, yes. Lovely to meet you again. Yeah, so I, I, I did, did, yeah, I do like you, thank you. Nice to see you too. Yes, lovely to see uh, you, Bolgriff. I, I, uh, showed, uh, <laughs> I showed him, uh, our Tempest Guild badge, and again, go through the same motions, reaching into my, my pouch and showing the, the token. We're uh, we're all here together, and uh, I think we might have some work to do. Oh yes, I saw so Yerveth. Matt sort of flashed his badge. You see, yeah, yeah, pull his cloak out. Yeah, you can see there's a badge there matching boulders. Uh, You some kind of 
secret organization or cult? No, but Just... we're pretty we're pretty open actually. Hmm. Yeah, we're we, uh... known. Sort of secret organization. If you just kind Not of flash hide everywhere. <laughs> yeah. In any case, what, what is your information about what's happening up, up up in the city? What 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 do you know about what's happened? Well, um, how how much do you know of the history of of our of our city and our our country? I mean, if I was here with Mira and others, I would know more. Uh, I only know what I know through through them. I know a bit thanks to them but please by all means well, indulge us <clears throat> well until recently we were ruled by a, a council of, of, of dragons and well frankly things weren't exactly equitable for for anyone around here mm. so we we formed a Let's let's say a, a political organization known as the Equalists. The hmm. the goal being, as the name might suggest, to push for equality for for Dragonborns and other other residents, I suppose as well, um, for more representation and and leadership with within the city, and to not be so controlled by by dragon. I'm sure sure you have a very similar where you're from, where your lord tells you what you can and can't do all the time, and you have to do exactly what they say. I mean, I, I don't really listen to anyone. Or, or I, I walk over to the shelf and grab a book. Or do you have one of these democracies? Uh, you would know that Oshia is not a democracy. <laughs> no democracy? Oh, brilliant, brilliant things, apparently. Um, <laughs> but um, a few months ago, we began getting some more extreme views joining up with us. Um, they started claiming instead of equality, we should be pushing for control and then domination and then global domination. And then uh, all of a sudden they had control of our group and they became the children of Tiamat. That's when I found my friend Baldur here and we planned a somewhat hasty exit from from the group just as they began a well I, I guess you've you've been up to the main city and, and seen what's going on up there yeah that's why we're down here actually we're trying to get away from all of that smart move mm. but yes it seems the children of Tiamat have taken control of the city they've imprisoned the, the, the council of dragons and our only hope, as far as I can see, is to link up with some of the remaining equalist loyalists. I, uh, I kind of shoot a glance to Shauna and, and Jin and just sort of say, it checks out. Seems legit. Literally, <laughs> 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 what I said before, Jack, is like, I love when players are just like, yeah, that checks out. Literally, right now, I mean, that, checks out. that checks out. I mean, like, right now, it's. It's different, but like before, because it was more heated, definitely needed the insight checks. Yeah. Um, but right now, it's a little bit more calm. I mean, I, I can see him. He's with a boulder. I'm like, I'm not, I don't have too much suspicion. So I, I'm kind yeah. of like, I, I mean, think, I think it's hard to get anything got... by boulder. Like that, that, yeah. you can't get anything. <laughs> oh, out of yeah. He's, he's almost seven feet tall. What? <laughs> Nothing's yeah, going to get out of is the best detective I've ever seen as well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but no, I think his like reaction to how disgusted he was at T Matt, that yeah. was like a bit of a, 
thumbs up from. I don't even know if I need a roll for that. I would, I would, Yavith would know. He'd be like, yeah, yeah. okay. I mean, we all if, have if passive insights too, as well. Yeah. So. If, if he's a follower of Tiamat, he's sure wearing a lot of Bahamut memorabilia for it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bahamut sigildry, sigildry for it. Um, yeah. Well, it definitely sounds like we need some help. We're in the in the shit, really. Um, we've come here on a diplomatic mission, and the person we came with is currently imprisoned. For the, mer- for the poisoning of the council, um, and we are up shit creek without a paddle. Or a boat, or anything really. We're in the water. Yes, you so, might be uh, familiar with uh, Ortelia Carnos, perhaps. You would know that name. Ortelia um, Carnos is one of the sort of main ambassadors. Silver Dragon from a very, very old family. Very powerful family. Um, she's been probably the most outspoken dragon in favour of equal rights. Never associated with the group of the Equalists personally. Um, the Equalists probably wouldn't have approached her out of fear of potentially she might like alert other dragons or it might become public. And so they never approached her personally, but she's always been a very outspoken, um, a very outspoken supporter of, of more equal rights. N- not, not suggesting like representation in the council, but like better treatment of dragonborns. She doesn't spend as much time in the city. She mostly travels. Um, but yeah, I mean, you, you would know that I'm very well. Probably if the in the in the equalists mind one of the few dragons that if things started to go bad they could maybe go to and get some help from and you mean to tell me that she's imprisoned that is the news we've heard My, our understanding is that oh, uh, she's been set up well yeah I mean, poison definitely doesn't seem like something she would stoop to no but unfortunately, this all started because on her property, she cultivated some of these on her in her gl- uh, greenhouse. In fact, my morning started by investigating the break-in, and then one thing led to another, and we found out that the poison and its cure had been uh, stolen overnight. Now we find out that the council's been poisoned, and might I add, uh, Alia or Talia Carnos's mother is on that council, so it's personal for her. She went to try and find out what was going on, and the next minute we find out she's been imprisoned and framed for the whole thing. And, uh, well, the rest you know. It's a dire turn of events indeed. Mm. So, all of us here, we have to figure out what we're doing. What is our goal here? What are we trying to achieve? Are we going to try and overturn this coup? Are we going to try and save our friend who has been imprisoned? Or are we just going to try and escape with our lives? That is something we have to figure out. Mm-hmm. What I've... are the next steps? We do still have the, the case of the uh, of the dragon mask holders as well. We do know there are some here yes. in the city, and I believed it was our duty to try and locate them and expose the cult, but I believe that we may have run out of time for that. They uh, um, exposed themselves. Yeah. Don't have to worry about that. Owen as well. Oh, yeah. What is um Michael and um Claire's character's mission again? What are they so up to? So Mira and Lockie are heading over with um sorry, give me two seconds with uh Scythus, Scythus, uh to try and locate other members of the Equalists or children of team at those who are still loyal to the Equalists, those who weren't sort of fully committed to the 
the children of Tiamat and the, the cult of the dragon, any ecologists who might be able to try and restore order and basically start evacuating citizens of high risk, people who are likely to be targeted by the cult next and get them into the Undercity, get them away from danger. Um, you guys had told them that you would try and go to the council hall, see what you can do about the council members, the five council dragons, as well as Otalia Carnos, as well as Elia. Um, mm-hmm. You know that the Undercity connects to the council buildings. Uh, you, you were told that by Scythus. Um, Akani, you also know that these tunnels go everywhere and the Equalists at many times have been able to spy on the council and spy on the political goings-on using these tunnels through the Undercity. Yeah. Um, okay, Also, would have Baldor picked up any details in the plans of uh, this cult? So if oh, he was hanging around with yep. the groups, no, 100%. Um, I wouldn't have been paying too much attention there, but is there any level of detail that he would have... <laughs> understood he's the Absolutely. world's greatest detective world's greatest oh, yeah. detective oh, yeah. he, he relies on detective. he relies on um fucking passive absorption of information he, like mitosis is the information he's, the sponge. he's, yeah. he's just a sponge roll and sponge. Sponge. yeah yeah I'm out of <laughs> deep sponge uh so yeah no you definitely definitely picked up some stuff um the cult's plans absolutely uh eliminate the council uh through any means necessary in this case you think poison's probably been used um so fear and discord throughout the city take control of the draconic guard and then put the city under martial law and you you would know that the cult had a couple of friendly dragons working for them dragons who had previously been banished from Veluxur and banished from chiari um who had then been sent to the city and they were going to take control of the city and provide the firepower needed one of those dragons is a large black dragon and when i say large i mean an, an ancient black dragon um the cult talked oh, about him. They called him Half Paw a lot. He would be colloquially known as Half Paw. You're not sure what that means or what that is a reference <clears> to, <throat> um, but yeah, this 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 large black dragon, this ancient black dragon, uh, was working with the cult. And the plan was that, and he had some some underlings working with him as well, some some dragons who were sympathetic to his cause. And once the cult had taken control of the city, they would come in and help provide the firepower to keep the city under control. After that. You know the cult were after something in the council buildings, the treasury, the horde of the draconic nation. All dragons love gold. Uh, A city of dragons likes a city full of gold. Underneath the council is a vast amount of wealth and knowledge and treasure. You know the cult were after some items of importance from that horde. Okay, so, well, over the last uh, month or so, I uh, put together, I think, uh, probably a three-dot three plan, three-point plan that these dragons have been after. Uh, yeah. Step number one is to uh, begin taking control of uh, the city. So by inspiring a bit of chaos, they can take advantage of that and uh, then get some action they need. Please tell me, please tell me, Tom, that step two is continue taking control and step three is finish taking control. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't. Uh, The next step is, step three is the final goal. We'll get to step two later. Step three is to get into the council uh, because dragons have this tendency to try to collect things. Uh, Have you heard that dragons collect gold? Because that's new information to me. And inside the council, under buried wealth, there's an item of significance. So, ah, when I he sort of mentioned, that... oh, so I was just going to say, when you mentioned like 
dragons hoard things. I just sort of am staring at you with a blank stare. Okay. Just, yep. I mean, I just, look, I, I just look at Eleanor, and Eleanor looks at me. Clearly, Jin didn't know this either. Look at the way he's looking. He's just absorbing <laughs> this as you tell him. I know. This is. Yeah, I you see your stunned expressions. <laughs> Contain yourselves. <laughs> no. You're just like me once, unawares as well. Take a seat at the table here. You might need to brace yourself for what I'm about to say. Step two is to bring in half or There's a large black dragon that might be uh, a bit of their firepower. And uh, amongst amongst uh, the chaos caused by that, I believe uh, there may be some, by any means necessary, taking out the council. That could have been part of step one. One or two, I'm, I'm not sure. <laughs> We've met said, him. You said half poor, correct? We've met him. Half poor, yes. We've seen him at least in the distance. Uh, oh. Yes, he, he, he single-handedly took out uh, a younger gold dragon. I just I just saw it before. Quite brutal, Sounds actually. really quite mighty, so um, they, they weren't lying about that then. Oh, certainly not. They didn't understand. Do you know, so, do you know whether these caves go to the treasure room? Um, you mentioned it was underneath the council. Can we I have, have no idea? You don't know. Uh, the, the treasure Not... room would be more likely more secure. We know of no tunnel that leads directly there, but we can get to the council room. In, in any case, I believe the plan is to get to the council room and save the council members. Uh, I believe that's where we were heading now. And it appears our goals align. Indeed. Well. I believe. I think we know what we're going to do. Point two in the three point plan. (laughs) 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 Yes, Boulder. Yes. Step two, let's go. (laughs) Whoa, 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 then. We haven't even begun to explore this room. This room could have secrets of its own. Let's check this out first and foremost, and then we go on. Oh yes, yes. Out. We were just in the middle of checking this room out. Um, Akani, they're like this is this is like one of the libraries of the one of the libraries of the equalists, that, that, and they're just like talking as if it's some like vast treasure hoard. Like you know what the documents in here are. You've read them many many times. You collected some of them. There's um, treatises on how dragonborn should be treated. Discussions of draconic rights. What constitutes free will? Like it's all political. I go show them a really cute chart we did up for our ideal political system and yeah. social system. Yeah. Oh, is that a mind map? Yes. Is that a mind map? Here's us. Here's the dragonborn, yeah. and there's we're all, we're all equal here. And then down the bottom, it fell off the chart, but we didn't bother putting it about. Is everybody else down the bottom there? That's, that's all, <laughs> the yeah, that came stuff. later in the plan, but then yeah, yeah. See, us here. Then they put dragons a little bit. We above did a Venn diagram, like people we care about, and then humans and elves are like over there. <laughs> <laughs> all right, no so interaction. For and, so, for all intents and purposes, are we getting the information that is contained here and here from Ikani? So, Jin, as as you and Yerveth, because you've already rolled uh, investigation checks before, I think, as you, as you guys begin pouring no, through actually, these, oh, you haven't yet. Okay, you, you can go yeah. do that if you like. Ikani, you can step in and tell them if you like. Otherwise, you could just let them figure it out for themselves. That's up to you. Yeah, I mean, I get, I get, when they, once they start looking through it, uh, I get, I get a little bit excited and start po- pointing things out that perhaps I, I, I'd collected or, or, or worked on. Yeah. With them. I sort of stop as, as soon as you, you start. You, like, Akani seems like really familiar with it, and I'm like, oh, you, you know this, you know this, right? This is all your stuff. 
yes, this Holy is our. I think my voice has changed like four times now. Already. That's all right. Don't worry. About it. I'll, I'll, I'll fix it in post. <laughs> sorry about uh, it. Yeah, this is um, back when we were really the equalists. We would, we would come here and would sit and debate ethics and and politics and plan our vision for how life would be after we'd achieved some small modicum of representation. So wrong. Uh, what was that? Sorry, what did you say? Yeah. How did it go so wrong? It's... Oh. You know how cults are. Uh, no, um, I mean, it, it goes wrong the same way many political movements have. We let in people with more extreme views and their general fervor pushed them into positions of power and they brought in more people and it turns out those people were all also affiliated with the cult trying to bring back the dragon of tyranny. And um, now my city's ruined. Sounds like you need to get outside the city a little bit more. See the trees, see the mountains. It's what I do. Works quite well. Trees? That's a good call. You probably <laughs> wouldn't have seen too many trees. <laughs> well, what? what? Are those large bushes? <laughs> I, I, I look at little... some kind of large bush, it seems. Big shrub. <laughs> oh my! All right. So oh, you poor thing. Owen, would we need to roll investigation then if Ikani knows pretty much all the lore and is pointing things out to us? Uh, no, uh, you're welcome to anyway. If you want to pick up anything else, um, there might be things Ikani's not yeah. sharing with you. Okay. But, um, you. um, would you like to give me the help action, Yovith? As we're like, because sure. we were planning to do that. Yeah, sure. I'll give you the help action. They've been they've been Six waiting eight. to investigate this room for three sessions. So it's, <laughs> made, it's my absolute delight. It's my absolute delight to be like, oh yeah, no, it's just all like political, like political knowledge and, and like discussions Amazing. and like treatises and, and like ethical considerations and basically like, understanding like where a dragonborn fits in. Society. I imagine this is like the campaign room for like one of the political parties. It's yeah, hundred percent just... exactly. Yeah. Um, Jin, uh, thirteen, sixteen. We'll take the sixteen because you had advantage. I mean, you're looking through... I mean, it's interesting stuff. You went through the Bard's College. You would have studied political sciences as part of your training. It's interesting sort of. stuff. Yeah. I skipped a lot. Oh, yeah. Probably those lectures <laughs> you were playing hacky sack in the in the, uh, the commissary. No. So in that case, then, these are probably... Like, as you read this, you're like, oh, fuck, these are lectures I skipped. <laughs> I, just look at it, I just look at Akani and go, wow, such a fun topic. I did this did this for fun. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, it's, um, you're reading through, and I mean, it's interesting stuff, but there's nothing really pertinent to your situation here. I, I mean, for what you get looking through these documents, the equalists were, from the way their documents are arranged and what documents they've got there, they dreamed big, really big. They they had a really beautiful idea of how the world should be. They um, had a dream. Had a dream, and, and oh. probably that makes this situation even more sad, seeing what has become of the, the equalists, seeing what they've been turned into by the cult, it probably gives you a bit of a sobering moment of like fuck like they they corrupted this group this group were fighting for justice and equality they were devoted to creating a system of government where everyone benefited everyone draconic benefited um it's, what happened like how did this go so wrong and then you think back to what akani just said then about how like, extreme people rise through the ranks faster because they're more devoted and then they recruit more extreme people and you just get the sense of like it's very sad. This whole situation is really tragic, and it started here. With noble intentions. Yeah, really, really noble, pure intentions, and it looks like it was hijacked by the cult. Uh, 
yeah, it's just sad. Small tear runs down Akani's face. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> don't, 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 don't worry, my friend. The cult will Wait, pay. did someone just lick that? Owen. Akani, like he's, he's like a like a lizard. <laughs> comes out. Nah, I'm kidding. Just, just being an idiot. You know me. I feel, I feel like we've wasted enough time here. I think we should uh, head to the council chambers. The uh, council members are still in a dire situation. Um, we should probably try and rescue them and figure out what's in this treasure hold. Ikani, what, uh, what direction would the council be from here? Uh, you North. would know that you need to head west. Go west. Uh, but you west. know that these tunnels meander. West might involve you going south, northeast, up, down, left, right. <laughs> it's a, yeah. Is that a smell of peppermint here? Is that will that help? <laughs> um, or is that just on the ladder? Is it just, just on the ladder? Yeah, it was weird. Like, it's just, just the on ladder. ladder. Oh, okay. Yeah. Look, I'll take that back then. Pretend that didn't happen. No, no, no. You can say that out loud because <laughs> Jin can explain why the ladder smells of peppermint if he decides to. Fuck. Why does it smell? Oh, so, I, I do remember. I, remember. I did presentation, and I knew that peppermint like could. Old, like sort of put off creature sense so I just sort of thought it might do that with a dragon yep 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 I do remember that so he actually so Boulder actually mentioned peppermint yeah yeah um, do we follow the peppermint oh no no I'm, I'm, no 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 probably not I think that was just sort of <laughs> no don't worry about it Boulder it kind of allured me here it's not nice <laughs> Okay, look, Bold, I'm gonna. I, I sit down next to him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Bold, ready? Uh, put, put something on the table, like, like a cloth or something. Yeah. I use presentation to make it smell like peppermint. There you go. Ooh. Ah, yes. magic. People. Magic, yes. <laughs> but magic. now you have a. But now you have a. Um, peppermint cloth. smells like peppermint. So I chuck it means... into my pelt. Perfect. Look at that, already smelling better. Thank you. I, I visibly... I don't know how long you've been on the road, but I probably would shrink back a little bit. No, Boulder, <laughs> Boulder smells good. Boulder's... So oh, one okay. of the things... The Dragonborn are quite um, quite clean. They're quite proud of their cleanliness. Living in the desert, oh, yeah. living in the sand, and the heat, you can often get... Um, scales can be can be damaged by the sun, by the sand, by the wind. So the Dragonborn take care of themselves. Frequent baths every day is pretty common, even amongst the lower class. They'll let them bathe in the river, and there's public bathing houses. Uh, so no, Baldur's probably the cleanest has ever been. Baldur smells lovely. Cool. Yeah, and it's very very spiced water, sort of a, a sort of <clears throat> an all spice and nutmeg kind of smell to the water. The, the Dragonborn quite appreciate the sort of earthier spices. So no, Baldur smells good. Okay. If, if Baldur chooses well, to bathe, I should say, Tom, that's up to you. <laughs> that is a good he, point. he would bathe. Yeah. He would bathe. Okay, cool. Yeah. He doesn't wash his hair, though. He doesn't, doesn't have any hair, does hair. he? He's just got a beard, <laughs> no. yeah. yeah. His beard has got like little crumbs in it that he's saving for later. <laughs> where, okay. uh, I don't know where we should go, which direction. Hey, Carney, before we leave, is there anything else we need before we go? From this room or? Potentially. No, the, I mean, unless you want to see my diagram for our ideal <laughs> system again. Uh, oh, no, no. no. How no, about no, we no. do that another time? Yeah, you can, yeah. I, I roll it on. You, you take this with you. You, you 
<laughs> you think about this. <laughs> I have several more. <laughs> Akari, I, I believe you should probably eventually, when all this boils down, you should probably move some of these uh, important, important pieces of memorabilia out of this room. Um, it doesn't look very stable. No, not much down here in the Undercity is. Um... I, I would just hate for you to return one day and find all of your things gone. That would be tragic. It's very kind it's... of you to, to, to think of the scrolls. Um, to, to redeem the Equalus, is there any scrolls down here, Owen, that yeah. I should actually probably take with me in the bag of holding just in case we ever need to prove their innocence down the line? Ooh. Oh, I mean... I, all, all it of is these like scrolls, any official things or, no so there's, there'd be nothing official there, there's okay no there is something there is something that could be useful the equalist manifesto um the list of their goals desires and how to accomplish it is is there there's copies everywhere there's there's two or three copies you can see there's a couple of different drafts of it but the number one tenant is through peaceful and negotiative progress it is the idea is to be peaceful and to negotiate for what they want not to fight or cause discord or disharmony. Oh, no, we're going. I got oh. feedback again. I got him, I got him. It's all good. Um, okay. So the, the manifesto is pretty clear in that. That could be potentially useful if you needed to, to make the equalists or paint the equalists in a, in a better light. That that manifesto is pretty clear. Okay. Um, I don't know if the um, feedback's all good, but I, fixed it. I would ask... It. Sweet. So I would probably say to Akani... Um, this text, do you mind if we take this with us? This could potentially be important in sort of giving your name a good birth again. Uh, uh, absolutely. Take, take it with you. L- learn all of, all of the truths within. Okay. I sort of uh, think to myself, I probably wouldn't read it myself, but... <laughs> and then I and then I put like all of the copies in the bag of holding as Ikani, I don't know if he, he's ever seen a bag of holding, but he would see a small little bag of me just chucking in books and then suddenly the bag doesn't get any bigger. Uh Kani, you've seen bags of holding yeah. before. Okay. That's a pretty common Sweet. magic item. Cool. Nice bag. Look, I mean it's no no handy haversack, but I mean that's next level. <laughs> or a portable hole. Uh when we're ready, uh Akani, perhaps you could uh, help me uh navigate through these tunnels. Most definitely. Um, that said, all of you should have your wits about you. These tunnels aren't safe for many more reasons than just the, the shifting rooms. Oh, do you, do you, are there particular creatures down here we should be worried about? Have you come across any in your time down here? There's all, all, all manner of fiendish things through, through, through here. So monsters, unusual magics, and lawbreakers. Well, sounds like a plan. Uh, let's make haste. Sweet, I think we um, probably venture off from here, I imagine. Yeah, if, um, unless anyone has anything else they want to do. Easy. I'll, I'll, keep, I'll keep us on the webcams for the moment, and I'll switch across to the map if anything uh, important for the stream comes up that they need to see. But for the moment, you guys can move across the map as you, as you see fit. Yeah, as you, as you begin moving along... Um, you can see that the only path available to you is the room full of bodies and as you step in it's it's even worse than you'd first seen um, <laughs> it's just <laughs> it's, oh look, my lord don't Dude. mind this they were the aggressors we normally try to deal in more peaceful negotiations uh, typically um, well 
I didn't per se do all of this. Only that one and that one, maybe, but there was other ones that did this and this. Don't worry, just uh, sort of sidestep through. All for a greater cause. Yes, um, that's, that's quite all right. I understand. We love peace and we don't care how many men, women, and children we have to kill today. <laughs> <laughs> good, good peacemaker reference. Uh, Akani, as you, no as you say that and turn around, you see Eleanor deliberately stepping on the skulls of each of these cultists and crushing them, whatever's <laughs> oh, left of them. Hell. As Akani's like. <laughs> and, well, I mean, uh, not Akani, sorry. Eleanor is like crushing them as, as she goes through. Um, you can see also on, on Eleanor's side is a large cut that's sort of partially healed over. You get the sense this is personal, Akani, as you see Eleanor just like stepping on the bodies wherever she can. <laughs> she took a hit. No, no, noticing the the wound on, on, on her side, I, I, I step up and um, cast um, my, um, whatchamacallit, the, the lay on hands. Yeah. Lay on hands. Okay, awesome. Ah. You guys watch as... Akani's hands begin glowing with this beautiful white silvery light and as he presses it up against Eleanor's side there's a moment where Eleanor sort of looks a little bit confused and then this like sort of moment of bliss as she closes her eyes and this sort of wan smile appears on her face and you watch as the wound begins knitting back together um Akani do you, would your eyes glow at all with any power or what sort of else what would happen as you do this, this yeah, they, they, they flash a like a sort of glowing platinum-ish sort, sort of sort of color as I channel the the might and lore of, of Bahamut yeah, to, to heal this noble creature. Yeah, uh, you guys watch as Eleanor. Uh, you can mark off uh, Eleanor's HP. She's fully healed again. Um, How many was that? I think she only had like seven HP damage or something like that. Ah, cool. No, she, she took she took like 15, uh, oh, 25 points of damage. Oh, yeah, did she? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> you don't have to yeah. heal all of it. You can heal as much as you want with Lay on Hands. No, I'll, I'll heal her. Come, come, noble, noble creature. Do not, do not sully your feet with the bones and apparently ashes of, of <laughs> one so far below you. Uh, you the other just mentally just goes. You should probably do what he says. Eleanor gives you a look. Yoveth as if like, you're right, Dad. And then like gives like, a bit of a preen to uh, Akani, this this dragonborn who's finally showing her the respect she deserves. You don't need to take that from from your servants. You, 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 you're, you're you're kind and graceful. Yeah, she she snorts and like rubs up against Akani's leg quite affectionately, almost like cat like in a way. Uh, yeah, but you get a sense of amusement uh, coming back from the bond with Akani. This sort of sense of like. A bit, a bit of a chuckle, almost, from Eleanor. Yeah, yeah, it's got a bit of a smile on his face. He's, he's happy about this. Yeah. This is good. He's uh, Baldor, who's charging ahead. Baldor, as you, as you get to this cross-section, you can see at the other end of the room, um, there's up towards the northwest a, a large open chamber filled with sleeping bags, pots and pans. It looks like maybe some sort of um, of almost like campsite that had been set up by the cult. It is now deserted. Uh, as mm. you turn around and look at all the bodies on the floor behind you, do a quick mental calculation with your fingers, and then you like look back in the room and like start adding up the sleeping bags... Yeah, there's a there's a one to one ratio here with ash piles and sleeping bags. I nod to myself. Owen. Yes. Akani is like talking a mad game, right? Yeah. Um, I, this is a little metery, but I've looked at a half red like dragon veteran, yep. and it says it's a medium humanoid, and I've seen half dragons before. Yep. Can I turn into one? So the half dragons you've seen, I should I should clarify for half dragons on Nostea. Half dragons are a, a subset of dragonborn. 
that have been blessed with draconic power. So they get the wings, they get slightly more draconic features, but they are still technically dragonborn. So yes, your feature, your changeling feature would let you transform into Sweet. a half dragon. I, I sort of look around and go, oh, well, look, I think this form might be a bit more, it might be more, it might be better for me to sort of take this on. Um, and I just sort of add a sight a little bit over here or even over here, I'll walk out Jin, and then I'll then I give it like a couple, like maybe six seconds. I'll switch, change my clothes up a little bit, and then I'll come out as this half red, <laughs> like golden dragon. So, what are your passive perceptions, Akani and Baldur? Uh, I got do, 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 um... eleven. Eleven. <laughs> Baldur. That'd be a hot ten. Hot ten. Baldur Ooh, and Akani. Wow. Um, this this <coughs> elfy elfy humany boy Jin uh, Lyrian whatever wanders off around a corridor. Uh, about thirty seconds later, a giant red dragonborn with large wings strides <laughs> back into the room. Yes, and I sort of I'm like okay. sort of like I'm sort of like but dressed like in my mostly shoulders. the same clothes. <laughs> like he's changed some of them, but mostly the same clothes. So I'm sort of like got my shoulder, and I'm sort of doing that thing where I'm rolling it like as if I'm like in a. Oh yes, this is a better form. Oh, oh, Akani, how are you, him? And I'm like trying to get a reaction from him as he sees his superior form or past. The half dragons were, uh, like, they're a special subset of dragonborn, half, yeah. yeah. Um, so very, very high rare. society people, right? Uh, almost guaranteed to be uh, serving lords or ladies or, or working quite high up in dragon. Na- naturally, I, I, I know that. I'm just clarifying. Yes, of course. Yeah, um, yes, yes, yes. I, I drop down on what one, one, one is. Honored one. Um, yes. Thank you. It's about time that you've acting accordingly. Did you see a slightly unusual looking human go down that path you just walked down? Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, but I'm a friend of his and I'm a friend of everyone here, so let's carry on. Very, very good just, one. I just, I just, nice. I just feel like, <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, so if, if your passive perceptions had been, I was going to say 14, 15-ish, you might have noticed a glint of white flesh, this sort of pure white flesh moving across Jin's face as he walks around the corridor and then see the sort of shifting, bulging form. If you'd rolled, if, if your passive's been higher than 18, you would have seen him transform first, this white, pure white skin tone, almost like marble moving across his body as he takes on this very androgynous, very sexless, genderless form, and then becoming this hulking dragonborn monster but uh no uh you just watch as Jin walks away <laughs> and then this uh, half dragon walks back and like joins i'm also buddy. as he's kneeling i'm gonna put my my arm my hand on his shoulder and go if you see that one again he is one to be respected so <laughs> you give him his due respect so you see him. that's that's sounding a bit weird your will on the <laughs> okay I, I will respect the strange human <laughs> I'm sorry, what was your name, Honored One? Um, yes, well, let me get my notes out real quick. <laughs> you, watch as, you watch as the well. Honored One pulls out a piece of paper and begins like flicking through, like, ah, oh, yes, I, I believe I have a name here for a Dragon Ball. <laughs> yes, my name is Shenron. Shenron? Oh, no. Oh, what do been green. you wish? <laughs> I should have been green, but yeah. but there's green flicks through it. Why not? Can you can make yourself green. You can you can you can retcon to be a green dragon retcon ball with like green. With nine nine like pointed orange stars on your forehead. <laughs> <laughs> well, I yes, have let's... many dragon balls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, 
Uh, for those of you who don't know, let's carry on. I don't like you. Don't watch this show. You should be watching Dragon Ball Z <laughs> or Dragon Ball, but not Dragon Ball Kai. Uh, carry on. Nothing but Dragon Ball GT. Nothing but Dragon Ball GT. <laughs> well, Dragon Ball Z abridged all the way. Oh. Servant, lead forth. Very well, mighty Shenron. <laughs> um, amazing. Yeah, you can see that the room to the north seems to just be an old cultist campsite. Um, there is a pathway down towards the south that sort of leads down into the darkness. You can see that not only does it lead south, it also goes down underneath a, a section of roof that has partially collapsed. You can see above the passageway, it looks like maybe part of a roof from some building up above has actually collapsed down and is keeping this bit slightly open. But, I mean, this, this is... You're, you're spelunking now. This is the, the rooms that you're in are sections of random houses, random buildings that are being joined together by these cracks and caverns through the sand and stone. Would you describe it as dusty on the ground? Uh, a, a dust and sand covers the surface of the ground and you can see no footprints heading down towards the south, uh, just with your natural passive perception. I, I take off my my, my, my cave and put, put it on, on, on the ground. Please, tread, tread on this, almighty honoured one. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, no, no, this... notice some strange words written across the back of it <laughs> yeah there's some weird there's in common some weird words in common that say kick me but you know what that means you know you don't get that that <clears throat> makes no sense oh my down the corridor ahead you can now see what looks to be almost water pooling it looks like a large open area possibly some sort of underground cistern um, deep below uh, and in the middle of the the middle of the water you can see a section of land rising up there seems to be uh almost like a, a wall dividing this section of land in the center almost like a, an island in the very middle of this lake this underground lake um as soon as they get close to the water you yep. know this is gonna be like don't get too close and he puts his hand up like as like a would, warning would i recognize this area of the undercity uh, this has moved since you were last here. There was originally a corridor that went up. Um, it carried on for a little bit, and then it sort of curved around towards the south for a bit, and then it moved west. And then after following that for a few bits and, and being very careful over a section of, uh, of collapsed sewers, you would reach the council hall. This has shifted a move since you were last here. Um, it's probably been a couple of weeks since you were last in this location uh, in, in, the, in the hideout. So this is, it has moved since you were last here. This, this lake has filled up and flooded whatever was once here. Um, you can still see a pathway down towards the southeast. Uh, you'd have to wade through the water to get there. The water's only about waist deep uh, from the shore as you look in. It doesn't look like it gets too much deeper than that. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's not fathomless. <laughs> bottomless. Yeah, you ever has bad experiences being near uh, deep water? So. Yes. Yeah, your experiences with the blue holes in the jungle. Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, I the sort of uh, just look around and see what you can see any threats or anything that might be in this large sort of open space would you like to roll me a perception or investigation check uh, definitely perception uh, give me a moment yeah 16 um, is it plus 11 yeah. yes <laughs> what <laughs> yeah uh, he's, he's a perceptive boy is, uh, is that a good friend of Deceptive yeah. boy, um, yeah, yeah. As... levels, he does. Yeah, so he's a mixture of ranger rogue. Yeah, that'll do it. The classic combo. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But as you have a look through, you can yeah, you can see that the chamber has a forty foot high ceiling set with massive stalactites, smaller stalactites set across the grounds, and yeah, the pool in the center looks to be 
Um, a little bit deeper as you get on in, the, the outside area seems to only be sort of waist deep, but it probably gets to overhead height uh, towards the center of the island. The island in the very middle, it seems to be fed by water running from above, and that seems to actually be filling up the pool from on top of the island. Uh, the southwest face of that cavern, um, 20 foot high bluff, it's quite high up as you as you look. Um, the column of stone, this island in the very center, um, yeah, there seems to be seems to be some like scratch marks and and um, claw marks set across the top of it, as as if something has like climbed over it repeatedly. You can see the stalactites and stalagmites have been worn smooth. Um, yeah, and 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 you can clearly see down towards the south. It looks like there's a small passageway, um, just sort of at, at head height where the water is. So there's about a gap of about a head. Um, of, of open air that leads into another cavern to, down towards the southeast, and then the rest of it seems to be partly underwater. Whatever that passageway is, is partially flooded. Um, yeah, let's just going to talk very quietly. Just be on your guard. We may not be alone in this cavern. Yeah. Uh, I while you've been looking, I've been looking around somewhat confused. I'm, friends, I don't mean to alarm, but. Um... I can't say I recognize this portion of the Undercity. Uh, that's uh, that's not good. My best guess would be to head down that passage through the water to the to the southwest, but this, I don't know if you know that things change down here quite frequently. Hmm. They have a little twist in the matter. I don't really want to get myself west if I can avoid it. Um, I'm going to just check down this corridor here, just to sate my curiosity. Uh, and you're just going to just move over to this corridor and just check west. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, as you begin heading down, you can see this large uh, corridor heading off towards the north uh, west from where you guys are. Um, seemingly opened up wide, going on for quite a distance. Uh, as you get closer, your passive perception, you can hear uh, very rough voices coming from that passageway. These uh, very broken, common voices. No, I don't scuttle. I don't want that one. Does it? Fuck you. Uh, coming from that passageway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I look at Akani and I go, Do you hear that? Unfortunately, my ears were sullied with such speech. <clears throat> well, uh, well, are we actually going down there? That's up to you guys. If we are, should we proceed with caution? Uh, maybe be a bit more sneaky. Oh, you don't have to tell me. No, no. <laughs> I look at my uh, my armor that chinks. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> Likewise. <laughs> Does Boulder wear armor, or are you like more like the classic barbarian, not like leathers and stuff? Yeah, best fret, best, uh, breastplate makes it a little bit better AC, so he, that's oh. what he does. Breastplates are right. pretty quiet, though. I don't think you have disadvantage on stealth with the breastplate. Well, no, you don't uh, actually think. Yeah, oh, yeah, right. Yep, yep, that's right. You should be good. I take back my comment. Might be, uh, <laughs> Akani might have some trouble there. Yeah, I clink. I clink. Ooh. I clink, I clink. 
In, in any case, uh, yeah, Yerveth will be like, I think I might have something just for this moment. Uh, and he will cast uh, Pass Without a Trace again. Perfect. Um, Yerveth, do you want to describe how you, how you cast this spell, what it looks like? Um, I sort of imagine... Uh, yeah, I don't know. This is an interesting one. He hasn't really uh, hasn't really had to describe this before. I know. I've just realized um, I've never had you describe it. I always get people to describe their spells, um, how it looks, but I realize I've never done it with Pass Without Trace. <laughs> I just imagine uh, Yerveth kind of, like, in tandem with his cloak. He sort of, like, does a gesture and, like... Um, his cloak sort of like shimmers a little bit and then that sort of shimmering sort of like it kind of emanates from him and like sort of encompasses the entire uh, group with this sort of like i guess this aura of like not like not quite like tangible like kind of like slightly yeah you know, transparent perhaps um, so akani you've noticed now that we're in a different environment we've come towards the water um Yervet's cloak changes color originally it was looking like sort of broken stone and this sort of like um yeah very stone gray like pattern as you've approached the water it's now started to take on some of the colors of the chamber some of the dark grays of the water uh it seems to change color and change almost like a camouflage and as as Yervith concentrates and casts this magic you watch as all your own clothes start to mimic his cloak very slightly um the colors begin more begin to come more muted and match the tones of the the room that you're in I, I imagine the Earth actually probably like kneels and puts his hands on the ground a little bit, and then like that emanation of like this intangibility sort of emanates from him. Yeah. Um, I think what I'm going to do as well, I'm going to walk up to Ikani, place my my hand on his shoulder again as Shenron, and be like, "Look, I know you have it in you, servant." I give him bardic inspiration. Hey, just in case he rolls like a one or a two. <laughs> I appreciate your praise, kind honored one. A nod. <laughs> uh, honored one, have you seen the the leader of these people? Uh, she's a small um, dragon creature. I've not seen her before. She seems to have disappeared. Yes, she is definitely the leader, but she answers to someone else. Someone higher. That elf, sort of half-elf man you had seen before, she answers to him as well. He's the true leader. Interesting. As you turn around, uh, Akani, you see Eleanor drinking from the lake, just lapping up the water. <sighs> Sweet. Should we all roll stealth? If cool. you guys are yeah, going to be stealthy, stealthy boys, please feel free to all roll stealth checks. Oh my god, Matt, that's a 42. Whoa! Yeah. What? <laughs> wow, 28. Wow. Shana, no! Shana, no! Oh, no! Still, still 17. 17. Still 17. Four. 18 That's for 14. A, a can again. you please, if you want to, you can use your Bardic Inspiration, which is a D8. Uh, yeah. Or you can uh, save it. Your choice. <laughs> it is up to you. I'll, I'll give it a go. So our rolls are Yerva 32, which plus 10 becomes 42. Baldur's 19 becomes 29. Jin is 18, becomes 28. Shana is a natural one for 7, becomes 17. Um, Akani is an 8 plus 7, uh, takes you up to 14. Uh, and oh, then, no, disadvantage. Oh, with disadvantage, sorry. 4 plus 7 okay. takes you up to 11, uh, takes you up to 21. So Shana is definitely the weakest stealther of the group. Um, Not too bad overall but, though she but did group, roll in that one group but... average uh, easily in the high 20s group average just Matt, simply because Matt it, carries you Matt, Matt, Matt just carries you Yerveth like holds his cloak around you tucks you in and then like yeah. turtles you over to where you need to be um, yep carry on yeah. you guys uh, You guys are in stealth for the moment 
Uh, did you want to explore? And sorry, Shana, I saw you asked a question before. Could you use Mold Earth to get through? Uh, you could use Mold Earth to raise a stone platform, and you could walk along a stone platform or a stone bridge. Of course, you could. Hell yeah! So I'm gonna do that if we have to like, cross the river. She doesn't trust the water. Oh, yeah. why not? That's fair. That's weird. I don't know what if there's. Yeah, but he's very happy at that prospect because he doesn't trust the water either. <laughs> oh. oh. Okay. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> that was weird. Uh, where are we going? Uh, it's up to you guys. We're following you, Yovis. I think you wanted to go up here. I wanted to go I'm probably going to go down, if that's the case. I'm going to go this way. Fantastic, yeah. Cool. As you guys begin heading down that way, um, you can see that there is a, a large platform of stone high above you, uh, as well as a small corridor towards the west, hewn between the stone. The water continues around, completely covering the circumference of this area and then isolating that area in the sense of that little raised section of stone as a, as a true island. Um, and yeah, you can you can see that uh, up on the ledge there looks to be some sort of strange stone statue, uh, very draconic in nature. Uh, the ledge is sort of 25, 30 feet high. It's quite high up. Uh, and you can see that um, beyond it looks to be some sort of like flattened platform. Maybe this room is partially sunk in but hasn't fully entered in at this point. Is that what we see down to the to the south there? Yeah, down to the south. Um, the water is it flowing or is it no? Like it's stagnant. Yeah, very stagnant. Stagnant. Um, you can okay. see that it is. Um, yeah, it, it, it's very still. It looks like it's dripping down from above, <laughs> and the island itself is actually where that water is coming from. Yeah. Okay, sure. um, yeah. Yerveth with his climbing speed. Yes, this is apparently a thing he has now. Yes. Uh, he's gonna look at this wall and think if he, and try and climb it. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. You've got you've got some equipment with you. You've got um, your natural proficiency in climbing. Of course, you can. You've got towards the edge of the uh, edge of the uh, the stone room and begin sort of like shimmying yourself up the top. Uh, could I get you to make me an athletics or acrobatics check, please, just to see how proficient you do this? How proficient? Definitely an acrobatics. acrobatics. I figured. Yeah. Twenty-eight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You have no troubles at all. Um, Akana, you watch as you have a very deftly, very impressively clambers up the wall for, for a smooth skin with no claws yeah, it's an okay job very impressive and you you can move yourself up onto the up onto the platform thank you uh, not, the, yeah, not so the, the first time I've climbed up a wall like this uh, um, you can see that the the large statue this draconic statue shows what looks to be uh, a younger dragon uh, and out of its mouth is pouring water uh, into a stone basin and the water seems to be draining away underneath um you can see that the uh, the statue has been etched by this water that's dripping down from the ceiling onto it and also out of its mouth. The, the white um, marble has been stained and now it appears almost as if there are tear tracks across the dragon's face. Oh. Uh, and then towards um, the west of there is a, a wooden door that is currently shut. Okay, cool. Um, I think you have to probably grab his rope out and uh, try and tie it off anywhere he could. Um, because he doesn't have a kitten or anything. Yeah. Now this section uh, is Can I just make a ramp that just goes up? You can just mold earth a ramp, of course you can. Yeah. Oh, it's a big old ramp. I should say I should say it's a big old ramp, so it's twenty five feet up, which means that you need to go five, fifteen, uh thirty. So you're gonna have to yeah, use it's gonna take you about yeah, it's gonna take you over a minute to, to make this wood this earthen ramp. But you can do it. Yeah, that's gonna be his rope and then just see Shana making a ramp, he's like Oh yeah, it's probably better. Just put it back. <laughs> Not wanting to be outdone by the 
by the small small human, I try to go for the athletics to jump up there myself. Okay, go for Just it. Straight up jump. He's pretty strong. Hey. Twenty-three. Um yeah, I mean you you get a little bit of a run up and you leap forwards and as you vault yourself forwards you, you grab onto the edge of the platform and then hoist yourself up, pulling yourself under your own strength towards the top of the platform. Maybe give him a little head nod look. Um Yeah. Yeah, that looks pretty impressed. You can handle yourself as well, I see. Baldor sees this competition of athletic ability and immediately <laughs> just like gives a big ass jump. He, he has a solid crack at this um, this high jump. Oh, amazing! Um, All right, athletics check. I love how like you guys invent little skill challenges. Um, that's amazing. a nine. Uh, <laughs> Baldor, seventeen, I think. Seventeen. I have advantage. Oh, because of your uh, Goliath strength, right? You have advantage yeah, Goliath, athletics. athletics. Um, Apologies. Yeah, seventeen. Um, Baldur, yeah, not as gracefully as uh, as Akani, but you are able to like throw yourself into the air. Your, your face like slams into the stone a little bit. <laughs> pull yourself up, sort of like brushing the, yeah. the dust off your I face. I went slightly yeah. at that. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Baldur seems to take it in his stride. There's a few like flecks of stone Did, um, in his beard, and he just brushes them out. No problem. Did Shana make a ramp? Shana's made a ramp by now. You can just walk up. I'm gonna use just the ramp. Okay, you sure? Are you sure? Yeah. He's not gonna. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> um, yeah, you guys walk up the ramp. You can see uh, this stone statue of this, this draconic form that's uh, that's crying and has tear marks over its face. But not not actually crying. Just the water has has shaped in that way. Um. Yeah, Carney, as you get close, it's it's a young a young female dragon depicted in the statue. You've got no idea who this is just looking at it, but do you want to make me a history or religion check to see what you can recall? I would love to make a religion check. While he's rolling that, I'm yep. going to roll up to Yervith real quick and go, Hey, stage whisper, can can you see that he has... Look what, look what uh, Carney has on his back. Have a look. Ah. <laughs> uh, uh. I, I can I see I see I see what you're saying. Did you did you do that? Of course you did. Why am I even asking? No, I think it was Shana. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, continue with the religion Uh ten. Akani, yeah, you're not sure. There's something that seems familiar about this. Um Yeah, you remember reading long, long ago that the dragons had more than just two gods, more than Bahamut and Tiamat. Um you remember that Bahamut had a daughter, but you can't remember her name. You can't remember really much about her. Um, for some reason, she's not spoken about very much anymore. Um, not since the ruin. Not since the battle of the gods. Um, yeah, you don't really remember. But this this shrine seems old. This statue is very, very old. Probably dates back to the time of the ruin. Maybe even older, when dragons first arrived on Nostea. Um, not being not being natives of this plane of existence. This this planet. Um, the dragons one of the first to arrive after the giants started opening portals to other dimensions. And yeah, th- this is very old. The the statue's clearly um, magical to have lasted this long. There's clearly some magic to it. Uh, yeah, I, I re- relay that to the team. It, yeah, it's um, statue of a dragon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, oh. So. Uh, but oh. yeah, it's, it's, it seems magical. Are there any footprints on the ground, like in the dust or anything to indicate that other people have come to visit the statue or is it abandoned? Good question. Shana, could you make me a survival check, please? 
Hey. I should have said the ultra, ultra, uh, ultra specific skill check. Could you make me a footprint in the dust check, please? Twelve. <laughs> <laughs> Twelve. Um, there are strange little markings. Almost, it looks like water drops in the dust all around. These tiny, tiny little like poke marks, almost like water drops in the dust. But there's no water anywhere else apart from the statue. And it's all over this place, actually. As you look, you can see these tiny little like water droplets in the dust everywhere. All around you, actually, all over this platform. Can I look up at the ceiling? Like, is yes, it... you can, Shana. <laughs> Shana, as you look up, high above you, suspended in a series of webs, uh, are three giant spiders directly above the party. Uh, as oh. you look up, perfect timing, Shana. As they begin lowering themselves uh, towards you, you can see that they are this sickly white pink color, and their eyes. Normally on spiders, which are this very dark black, you can see a milky white and somewhat sightless. Uh, I'm going to throw everybody into initiative, please. Uh, make initiative. Sure so click on your token, click on your character token, and then click on roll initiative in D&D Beyond, and it should automatically add you to the turn order. Oh, hang on. Ah, oh, no! That's too slow. All right. That's right. I'll add you back in. We need to do more perception Have you checks. actually changed your name to Shenron? That's hilarious. <laughs> um, yeah, the And you have, have you rolled yours? Yes, you did. You were 23, so I'll just add you to the yep. turn order, buddy. It's okay. Don't panic. I won't. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, you can panic a little bit. If you <laughs> You're not a panic a little bit? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so, uh, I'll just roll for the spiders. Uh, I will roll one for each of them because there's only three. Normally I like to group the monsters, but there's only three of them, so let's roll. Um, oh, and I better put on some combat music. Now, last time, which one did we have? It was really cool. Cloak and Dagger. Let's put that on again. Really like that. Oh, that sounds nice. Yeah. Uh, make sure to check out Fezlian Studios. Um, not sponsored, but I love their music, and um, uh, they uh, they sold us the rights to all of these songs so we can use them in the, uh, in the stream. So I recommend checking them out. Woo. They're really cool. I love them. Give him some love. Fesslian Studios. I'll put it in the comment section as well. Uh, so, you guys watch as the spiders begin lowering down towards you. Very sinister in their movements. Wow, I rolled garbage for the spiders. Uh, first off is Yerveth. Yerveth, hearing Shana's sort of like gasp of alarm, uh, all of you sort of turn and see these spiders. It looks like they were in the process of slowly lowering themselves down almost to catch up to you. Um, but you have spotted them in time, Shana, and they are no longer getting an ambush round. Uh, so Yerveth. Oh, nice. That was really well done. That was I was I was literally counting like little blocks of time of how long it would take <laughs> because it took them a couple of turns to notice you were there and then oh, that wow. was you were just on time. They were about to start dropping from the ceiling. I was about to start playing about that statue, so good call. <laughs> yeah. The statue might have protected you, you don't know. Uh cool. Uh so Yerveth, uh being, you know, with the spider right on top of it and doesn't have a chance to get his trusty bow out and do some damage from range so he's oh, going i should to say instead... i should say they're 10 15 feet above you slowly oh, they are, from they're, the still... ceiling. they're up in the oh, air it's okay, hard to show cool. 3d on, on roll 20 but they are 10, 10, 15, oh okay 20 that's feet above you. that makes okay that's just okay anyway in any case he's gonna actually cast hunter's mark on the one directly above him yep uh so we'll just do that i'll give that a hunter's mark for you beautiful and then let's he use... is Let's use a net, shall we? No, maybe let's use for Hunter's Mark. Ah, perfect. Literally a tiny flag. <laughs> nice. Uh, awesome. And with that, he will knock an arrow and take a shot. Uh, or 
What? No. Uh, twenty nine. Yeah, that Not just bad. hits. Yeah, yeah, that hits. Meets it, beats it. Meets it, beats <clears throat> it. <laughs> okay, that's twelve. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I get sneak because uh, you've got allies in range, that. I believe. Oh, okay. we're not feet. we're not technically, are we? We're not technically in range. So oh, five within feet, five right? feet of the spider. Yeah, no, uh, you probably yeah. wouldn't get sneak attack then. They knew you were there. They were lower towards you. Sorry. So it'll be a, it'll be twelve plus the six from hunters. Yep. Eighteen Dimagios. Uh, very cool. And he will do the same thing again. Nice. Two shots. Boom, boom, boom. For eighteen to get another shot off. Eighteen is enough to hit. I could see Tom like a little bit nervous as I like delayed saying 18's enough to hit. As Tom's like, 18 doesn't hit. What? <laughs> <laughs> what are spiders? Seven damage. No, sorry, eleven damage. Eleven piercing damage. Yep. Choo choo. Uh, and that's all I can do. Oh, Hunter's Mark. I get another six damage, right? Yes, you do. Apologies, another six damage. So for a total of seventeen. Uh, awesome. Um. Akani, as you're sort of focusing on the statue, you hear Shana's cry of alarm, and as you spin, uh, you see Yerveth suddenly unload these two arrows into the spider's carapace. It lets out this screeching cry uh, as, as it's kite and it's kind of like caved slightly in where the arrows have flown through. Uh, also, Yerveth, I need you to roll two additional d4s as your lightning damage. Oh, yeah. Uh, and Akani, you also notice that Yerveth's bow has some blue dragon scales affixed in it, and as the arrows Ooh. fly through the blue scales, the arrows crackle with lightning, very similar to how don't... your weapon works, actually. Oh, um, Matt, don't forget your um, reaction from Eleanor. If you want to use it. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to do that. You've Fair got enough. Your... So you, uh, Eleanor will take the dodge action on your turn if you don't direct her. No, I was going to use her reaction to do a few strikes, but oh, yeah. I'm not going to because I want to suss out what these spiders are first of all. Absolutely. Uh, well, the giant spider that is close to Akani and to Illyrian, to Jin, um, is going to fling out a section of web towards one of you. Um, Haz, could you roll me a d4, please? Even is you, odd is Jin. Odd is Jin. Uh, you watch as this section of webbing flies out towards this red dragonborn, uh, red on a dragonborn half dragon who you've uh, you've sort of like been kind of like sworn to protect um <laughs> or like you've you've kind of taken in your in your stride to protect uh Jin does a oh that is going to hit you um i'm guessing a 22 hits you okay oh. i'm going to i'm going to cast shield cast shield so as this webbing flies out towards you you suddenly spin so 23 around. arm class now yep perfect um as as this webbing flies towards you you spin around and hold up your hand and this shield this glistening energy forms in front of you actually no sorry not glistening energy you watch as your shadow leaps up stands in front of you and takes the hit for you as your shadow is then pulled towards the spider before dissolving into nothing uh, and then reforming at your feet so your shadow then reforms um sweet that's about right for your for your powers i should say yeah um the giant spider failing in its web throw uh will then drop towards the ground and reach the ground using its movement uh and then it will move up towards uh, Jin and Eleanor and it's going to make a bite at you Jin okay does a uh, no that's not going to hit with shield up never mind doesn't hit Shana it is your turn alright so can I, let's see if I can um, guess your turn you fire eldritch blasts 
Pew pew. Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna <laughs> if I can, I'll quicken, um, you know, the usual, so I can get um, four blasts off. Yep. I'm aiming the four blasts at both of these guys, but alternating them because yeah, I want to kind of try and use the pushback. Because those two guys are still technically hanging from the ceiling. Yes, they are. You want to, push to try wrap the them around each other? Oh, okay. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, so it's sort of like, you know, old school Spider-Man where they all get like caught up in the web. <laughs> okay. I, I'm digging this. Let's uh, let's see some rolls. <laughs> all right. Crossing my fingers. Um, so for right, a Carnia Boulder, one. you watch as Shana begins concentrating and then suddenly, just as she holds out her hands, beams of energy, these crackling um, beams of energy fly out, begin uh, striking the spiders. Except they don't. Uh, no, both miss so far. Natural I'm one, nine, rolling so 15, terribly. No, 15, oh, no. no. Oh, no. Natural 20, she brought it home. <laughs> she brought it back on the last one. As Shana's like going, pew, pew, pew. Like the, the, they're just missing. The spiders aren't even dodging. It's just, they're just missing. And then finally, the last one, as she like sort of like looks quite upset, she focuses, concentrates, closes her eyes, holds out her hand, and then just lets off this final beam. Somehow, with the act of not aiming, it strikes true. So if you were alternating, <laughs> did you want to start with this one? So one misses, two misses, this one misses, and then the one yep. above you, he takes the natural 20. Perfect. So we do, I should, I should have yep. told you this at the beginning, sorry, Has. Um, we do the better criticals, which is when you get a critical hit, rather than rolling the dice twice, you get one full die of damage plus a roll. So it's a way of always cool. making criticals matter. Because like if you roll two ones on a, on a crit and you're doing yeah. like D12s, Tears. oh man. Tears. So this way, rather than rolling two D12s, you get 12 plus a roll of a D12. And cool. um, so for smites as a paladin, that means yeah, you that's interesting to note. <laughs> full dice smite. Yes, it is. I should have I should have told you that earlier on. Um, do you want to roll me some damage, uh, damage, Shana? Get some... Damage. I've been I've been stalling while Ooh. you've rolled damage uh, by ex- explaining homebrew oh. rules that I should have told my players Ooh, beforehand. Nice. I'm a bad DM. You should always always outline any homebrew rules. Jeez, for players that's max. I will oh, damage. That is maximum damage. Is max it? damage. Yes, it is. So that is 24 damage, <laughs> um, and wow. it's shot back 10 feet. 10 feet. 10 feet. Uh, it's pushed up against the ceiling uh, as you <laughs> smash the spider. Yeah, as you smash this spider yeah. back up into the ceiling. As it's thrown up, the webbing splits and it drops towards the floor, landing bodily. Could you roll me a d6, please, Shana, as it takes some full damage too? Oh, d6. Oh, space, d6. Oh, wow. That's a six. Um, and uh, it is it is also prone uh, <laughs> as it falls from the ceiling, 35 feet up. Any else? Uh, anything else on your turn, Shana? If I move, it's prone to the side. Uh, you I'm not going to take opportunity attacks. You won't. It's prone. Though. It's prone. Yeah, you, you won't take opportunity oh, attacks. Sweet. She's just sort of moving into that sort of corner, not dropping yeah. down, but um. So Shana yeah. backs herself up against the corner nah, of the platform. Shenron, otherwise known as Jin, <laughs> otherwise known as Illyrian, otherwise known as Swabby Seabeard, otherwise known as Gnomtastic, otherwise known as what other what other? Oh, that was Dinglebert. 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 <laughs> We got so many. I know. I have, I have. Like, you should see my notes. They're just full of like twenty oh, personas, yeah. half half baked yeah. characters designed to make me. Go, uh. <laughs> oh, there, there is Krognak still, Matt. Hey, I copied oh. your character from like when oh, I like talked to you way back when. 
Yeah, Even wow. Emmerich. Freddy Thorne is one. Anyway. Alright, Shenron. Okay. There's two spiders right up close to you, basically. There's one in my grill, though. One right in your grill. The one near you and Eleanor is on the ground, making these, like, uh, screeching, chittering noises. Almost a little bit bird-like, but something, like, it, it just sounds off. Okay, right. Um, It's right in front of me. How do I want to go about this? There's so many options. But none. I, I was hoping I could get away, but I don't think that's going to happen. May as well stay in the thick of it. So, I'm going to car. I'm going to use the bonus action to do Hexblade's Curse on this one. Yep, I will add the Hexblade's Curse. We've been and using just, the skull icon, haven't we? Yeah. I'll just put it up there so you can read it. Um. Ultra Blast at this point is too close. Probably won't get it. I'll probably get disadvantage. Yes, you will. So. So, the way the Hexblade's curse works, you guys watch as, uh, as Jin presses his hand into his wrist, where he has this tattoo of a, of a black. Um, almost like a black katana. And then as you hold out your hand, a section of your shadow flies off and marks the creature with this sort of shadowy brand on its uh, on its chitinous uh, thorax. The tattoo is, is visible on his form at the moment. Tattoo is well. visible on all forms. Okay. Let's do. I'm going to hit him. I'm going to pull out my. I'm actually going to have the tattoo become. Uh, sort of come into my hand and I'm awesome. going to form the Umbral Blade as a free action. You guys watch as Jin reaches down and pulls his shadow and as his shadow forms in his hands it forms the shape of a long black katana slowly leaking black smoke. Jin's shadow is now no longer there. He has no shadow. Hmm. Um, now this can increase my range but that's not what I'm going for. I'm going to use the Dark Strike feature which means I take off another charge which I'll do but let's make a melee attack when you make a melee attack, I can spend the thing. So it should just be like this. Yep. Uh, 20 to hit. 20 is going to hit. So I think that is... So I rolled a 1, which sucks. Yep. So that's 7 damage plus... Hexblade's Curse gives me uh, a plus 4 bonus to my damage roll. So that yep. goes to 11. Yep. Take another 4 off. And I need you to make a uh, Wisdom Saving Throw. Ah, yes. So it is not frightened of you. Uh, I will, oh, spiders are known for being very wise creatures. Mm. Um, oh, of course. Absolutely. That's an 11. I'm guessing that's a fail. So DC 15, wisdom save, or fail. be frightened of me for a minute. Absolutely. You watch as the spider, as, as this sword strikes in, these black shadow uh, like tendrils begin curling across its body, um, pushing against its skin and weaving underneath the gaps in its chitinous armor. The spider seems distressed and then terrified as it begins trying to like push itself backwards away from Jin, away from this dark sword. Uh, anything else on your turn, Jin? Well, now that he is frightened, I think I can move away from it, triggering an opportunity attack. I don't think that is true, actually. No. Damn, I think so. Don't, I don't believe that's true. I will double check. It has disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls. While the source um, of its sphere is within, within, within line of sight. And it can't willingly move closer to the source of its sphere. But uh, you don't... It's not that it can't take opportunity attacks. It definitely can. But it will have them at disadvantage. So it's, it's better than... 
better than uh, well i'm gonna move yeah. over here i'm gonna move over here anyway yeah that's still within range that's fine i think i think i'm not going to run out of range i'll just okay. leave it cool there's no point taking a hit when i don't really need to nope. fair enough Alrighty, baldor uh there is a spider five feet ten feet above you uh, a spider on the ground in front of you prone and then another spider on the ground uh, about 10 feet away from you all right so this one uh directly above me can i run underneath it of course you can yeah all right and also if i was to end up in this position here would i be within five to hit that spider um on the ground already it's... or do you get like adjacent like that uh no no on the corner you can hit both from that position where you are like there yes Perfect. so well, it's on it's on the ground and that. the one above you is with your full reach because you're what seven feet tall plus your arms are another probably foot and a half, two feet. You can reach both, absolutely. Of course you can. Neat. Um, well, I'm going to get mad and uh, get <laughs> in a particularly ragey mood. Nice. I, as I run towards them, I grab my great axe, and with the momentum from the pace, I like plant my feet, just swirl this great axe around and try to lodge it into the body of this top spider, the one that now looks frightened. Um, Make so me an attack. Me. And what does your rage look like? Does anything happen? Do your tattoos glow or shift or change? Does your um, eyes change? Do you just get yeah, really angry? Do you hulk out? He gets real look? mad, like veins sort of popping around there. And yep. you, like there's almost like steam popping out, you know? <laughs> it's really hot. If you have like a thermal yep. gun towards him, it's like there's some flame going on in his head. Yep. Um, yeah, he gives it a good old whirl. Uh, I'd say as well as Baldur moves inhumanly fast under under the rage. He moves incredibly quickly, and you watch as his eyes almost leave like a, a streak of light behind as he moves around. Because he and, and his axe as well leaves this sort of slight ghost after image as it moves. Twenty seven is going to hit Baldur. That's going to hit. I hope so. Um, yep. <laughs> we'll give that, and I think there's also another plus three for being in a rage. Yes, I believe so. Uh, although it should have already accounted that with D and D Beyond. Uh, once you activate rage, it should already account for it. But let me know if it has. How do I do that? Um, maybe it's not accounting um, for it. No, it hasn't. It's just the eight plus four. I just clicked the button again. All right, nice. Don't worry about it. That's right. We'll, we'll add it on. So that's is that then Sweet. thirty to hit if uh, if my math is correct? Ah, uh, it's only on the damage. Only oh, the damage. So fifteen damage. That's not bad at all. As your axe oh. slashes through. Yeah, that was with the first strike, and uh, if it's lodged in, he's going to whip it out. And then go from the other direction, swing it around, and do the same thing again. Absolutely. 20's going to hit. Okie dokie. Some more damage dos 10 slashing damagios. Baldur, you carve Plus. off two of its legs with this second swing. Two of its legs go flying off into the distance and clatter against the floor as this uh, green icarish blood splashes across your face. Um, and he just stands, yeah, he just stares at it, just dominating it as much as he can do, and that's it. Nice. Uh, alrighty, the giant spider that you've just taken a few hits out of is going to drop on top of you and try and bite you, Baldur. Does right. a... Oh, I'm thinking probably a 22 hits you. Yeah. Alrighty. <laughs> uh, I need you to make me a con save as you take 12 piercing damage. I'm going to see if you take any poison damage. Now, as a Goliath, do you have any immunities to poison? Doesn't matter. It's a natural fucking 20 <laughs> for a total of 27. No worries. No um, worries. Do you have any immunities or resistances to poison as a Goliath? I feel like you do. Um, I, I think cold, but not poison. Not cold, but not so. poison. Maybe I'm, I'm getting this up with dwarves. Uh, in that case, then you're going to take half poison damage, which is only three. <laughs> so. Okay. 
not too um, bad. And the, I've got resistance because I'm all mad for the oh, piercing then, damage. So your piercing damage is halved and your poison damage is also halved because you are Totem of the Bear, correct? Bear Totem Barbarian. Uh, yeah, that's right. And so yeah, everything so but poison? force damage. No, sorry, everything but psychic damage is halved. That's oh, right. Man. Amazing. So one from poison and then was it two from poison? Uh, it'd be two from poison because it's four damage total. And the regular piercing damage was, sorry, how much? Uh, it'd be halved down to seven, I believe. Seven, cool. Uh, he wow. just takes it. Can... Just in his chest. He just doesn't break eye contact with that spider. <laughs> the two, the two things <laughs> pierce into Baldur's chest and he just goes, <gasps> like right in the spider's face as it, as it yeah. does it. Um, uh, it's then going to try and throw you, Baldur. Could I have you make me a strength check? I've got a feeling For you're sure. going to be okay at this. Very good strength or dex, um... but I'm assuming you're going to choose strength. Yeah, I also have... Uh, is this saving throw? It's a saving throw. Yeah, okay. Um, look, I think I've got advantage on strength checks, strength saving throws when raged. So I believe you do as a bear totem barbarian. Uh, 21's fine. The spider tries to throw you. You just grab its pincers and pull them out of your chest and like rip them apart and throw them back as the spider tries to grab you and throw you backwards. Um, it's like Vegeta from um, when he's fighting the androids. Yeah, yeah, sure. Oh man, Dragon Ball Z reference is coming hard and fast. Um, <laughs> the oh, fucking hell, like that's all it can do. Um, it can't move. If yes. that's if if that's its turn, I'm going to use my reaction now that it's like in melee with me. I'm going to use moving. my reaction to run this way. Yep. Um, Akani, you watch Akani and Baldur. You watch as Yerveth, um, seeing the spider distracted with Baldur, suddenly like moves and ducks and runs and does this little barrel roll underneath and pops up on the other side of the spider, bow at the ready, um, as he uses his skirmisher feature. Uh, Do a barrel roll. Uh, The spider that fell and was prone uses half its movement to stand up. Uh, It is then going to bite uh, Shana. Could I have you please roll me a d4? It's not biting you yet. Could you have a d4? Evens is you, odds is Yerveth. Can't say fairer than that. Three. Uh, Odds is Yerveth. It is going to make a bite at Yerveth. Yerveth, as you duck underneath it, then tries to spear down with its two large pincers. Ooh, that's a natural 20. Um, Uh-oh. So that's a total oh, yeah. of 26, Yerveth. I'm guessing that probably ah, I'm going to do a reaction to that. Yep, okay. I'm going okay. to cast Silvery Barbs. Okay. Ooh, yeah, nice one. So I must I'm going the to... Yep. Yeah, so that is not a crit anymore. Yep. And I give advantage to Ikani because he is a paladin and hopefully gets a crit. Uh, it's biting Yerveth, but that's fine. Oh, yeah, you can a different creature. Akani, yeah, you get advantage. Oh, that's a lot less good. Yeah, 17 no Yerveth. Here, buddy. 17 Yerveth, does that even hit you? Uh, my armor is 17, so. Meets it, beats it, oh, baby. Still uh, hits, but you don't get the crit. Uh, you are going to take uh, 13 points of piercing damagios. Uh, could I have right. you please roll me a constitution saving throw? How much was Yerveth going to take? 26. Uh, so no, 26 to hit. So it was going to give him... Oh, the, right, yeah. It wasn't going to be as bad as that. It was going to be... Um, 16. Ooh, 16. That is a pass. You're going to take half damage from the poison. Uh, uh, three poison damage this time. <laughs> Damn shit rolls on the poison, I'll tell you what. Uh, poison would have been double two, so that would have been nasty if you got the crit. Um, and then it's going to try and <laughs> fling you across the room. Yerveth, could I have you please roll me a dex or strength saving throw? Your choice. Definitely going to be dex. Uh, really? As a ranger rogue? You sure about that? You don't want to take a strength yeah, saving throw? Yeah, 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 yeah. No? Dex save 19. You're absolutely fine. As the spider goes to sort of crash down, you just dodge out of the way and, uh, and move yourself. 
Akani, last but certainly not least, there are three monstrously disgusting spiders taking up this sacred place to the dragonborn people. If only you could remember how sacred. <laughs> I got a vibe. Got a and vibe. The vibe's all I need. Vibe's all um, you need. I scoot myself up into there. Yep. Uh, I'll be loading up a first level divine smite. Yep. And having a swing with my halberd. So I will say the one that's near Baldor, the one that's a little bit lower, is much more hurt. You can see it's missing two legs. Part of its pincers have been torn and broken. Uh, its thorax is cut open and this green Icarish blood leaks through many wounds. Uh, it looks very hurt. The one above, a yes. little bit less hurt. But the one above is frightened. Look, looking quite looks dangerous terrified. At, at, at the honoured one. So It looks terrified of the honoured one at this point. It actually is trying to scuttle away from him as these dark see. shadows have been collapsing. Of course it, it is. Nothing would stand before <laughs> the might of the honoured one. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Love it. Um, also, I will say, as you guys see Akani's uh, glaive, was it? Halberd. Um It's also marked with these draconic scales, same as the great sword you guys picked up in the previous room back at the, back at the place last time, these sort of draconic scales along it. And you watch as he pulls it out, the scales shift and shimmer to blue and lightning begins crackling along its length. Um, alrighty, Akani, uh, please roll to attack. And did you want to attack the ones to the north or the ones to the south? The north, please. North one, the one that's threatening your uh, your great lord master. 20's yeah. going to hit. Absolutely. Roll some damagios. Alright, so that'll be... Uh, you also have advantage on the next attack roll, so roll it again, see if you get a crit. Oh yeah, yeah it's right. Sorry, because of the silvery barbs. Can I just say, silvery barbs. Fucking OP spell. Yeah, that's yeah, great. So good. Tasha's cauldron better, of uh, but... OPs. 25. Definitely going to hit. 100%. Roll some, uh, <laughs> roll some John Damagios. Alright, so that's my oh, yeah, regular that's damage. You ever said that out loud? That's hilarious. Uh, yeah, no, I just realized uh, uh, Ikani's like two favorite people are standing there. The yeah. only one and Eleanor are just both yeah. standing there next to each other. I'll <laughs> save. Um, save my dragon kin. 10 damage. Very nice. Um, plus my divine smite. Yep. Ooh. 8 plus damage. My, what was the. No, naturally I know this, but what was the, the damage for my magic scaling? Uh, it's a D6 lightning damage on top of that. Four. What's that? Oh, mate. It's, it's, you watch as Akani spears through, skewering the spider and whipping the halberd back and cutting neatly off two of its legs. Uh, it's looking very hurt. <laughs> uh, that's your first attack. Um, uh, and then... Using the sentinel feature, I swing it around and slap it in the back with the the butt of my halberd. Yep. That's gonna hit. For that is one d four. Not one d. One d equals one. Two damage. One side um, coin. Yeah, I mean it's looking uh, it's looking pretty hurt. Um, yeah. That's all I can say about it. Uh, whip it back around for my second attack, straight into its back with the dragon end of the the halberd. Uh, Twenty three is going to hit one hundred percent. Nice. And did you want to divine smite this strike too? Nah. There. Uh, good call because as you do this damage um, and the lightning crackles along. The lightning cooks the corpse. The the eight slashing damage from your halberd is more than enough. As you pierce through and slash at it, how would you like to do this? It just straight between its its milky white eyes. 
<laughs> the head is just caved in. For the honored one. The head is just caved in under these blows as, as Akani <laughs> rushes in and begins striking at this thing with these lightning-fast strikes and um, these crackles of energy scoot across the, the edge of the halberd, down the blade and across its body, uh, moving like lightning and dealing lightning damage as well. As the last strike hits through, the last sort of jolt of lightning crackles through, the spider rolls over on its back, its legs twitching and moving rashly before curling back in on itself um, in this sort of rictus of pain. Uh, it lets out this low screeching cry and it goes still. Akani, it is dead. Cool. And cooked. Tasty. Very good. Uh, alrighty. Uh, oh, good spot, Tom. <laughs> um, does Jin get some healing from a creature dying of hex blades? I think that's from hex rather than nah, hex blades. This one, though, as well. Yeah, and it was the other one that was hex bladed. Oh, no, that's the one that's oh, dead. Yeah. This one's dead. The one that was hexed. Um, oh, it I doesn't matter. I got full HP. I think because no, this one's right. frightened. I, 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 the one that was frightened, I, I exploded. So is he killing this one? This one's dead. One? No, sorry, I should. Oh, no, no, that one is now dead. Top one, the one near you is dead. Oh, then yeah, that one, that one was frightened and exploded. So oh, yeah, you regain now. hit points equal to your warlock level plus your charisma modifier. You gain some yeah. hit points, Jin, if you if you want them. Um, uh, yep. Akani, anything else on your turn? Any more movements? No, that's 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 it for the Akani. Uh, Yerveth, you're up next. Uh, yeah, cool. Uh, he's going to switch out, realizing that he misjudged his little dodge roll and is now in combat with this other one. He is going <laughs> to pull out his uh, mosaic short sword and go to town. Perfect. So, Baldur and Akani. Uh, Baldur, you've not seen this before. You have the sword. Have you seen the mosaic short sword? You might have. As he pulls out this sword, it seems to be made of stained glass, these sections of stained glass and tiles forming the shape of a sword. As he swings it, they don't really move all at once as if it's not connected. They sort of move slowly after each other. So this sword gives this very weird impression of being almost like um, uh, 12. It's not quite enough to hit. As you strike down, the sword just passes and glances off the chitinous uh, armor that the spider has. That's all right. He'll try again. Uh, did you want to Sorry. use your feature on the miss? Remember when you oh, missed the I do want to use my feature sword? on the miss. Yeah, 100%. Can we do that? Yes. I believe the spider makes a dexterity saving throw to avoid... Yeah, so as, as the sword misses and glances off, the sections of the sword break apart and spin rapidly before firing and moving through the space where the spider is. I'll make a dex check. Um, ooh, that's probably a pass. Um, 23? That'll pass for sure. All right, so the... Um, Although, you don't have to roll the dex save for cloud of daggers. It just, I think it just... Um, oh, just to take it. Yeah, it just says you fill the air with spinning daggers in a cube of five feet on each side. At center at a point you choose within a range, a creature takes 44 slashing damage when it enters the spell's area for the first time. Ah, why so, did I think it was a deck safe? Never mind. Um, roll right. 44 for me. No, no, it's fine. Roll 44. I, I, it's been a while since we've used the mosaic short sword. Ah, no, it's been, it's been a very long time. Uh, 12 damage. Very nice. And that is a feature of your sword. I think that's a charge you've used there, so you mark that charge off. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and then your next attack was a 26 to hit. Uh, that definitely hits. Would you like to roll me some Dimaggios? 100%. Uh, yeah. Somehow, I thought you might. <laughs> no, pass on the Dimaggios. I'll just, I'll just, uh, I'll just <laughs> give it a bit of a bit of a gentle tickle. Uh, seven piercing damage, and you do get the sneak attack because Shana is flanking it from behind, so you definitely get the sneak attack. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, but how do you want to do this? That's two points over. <laughs> oh, I just imagine he sort of like um, nimbly sort of just like dodges out of the way of these like big legs that sort of like crash down and then he sort of rolls in between the legs and then just like pulls the sword through 
and just stabs like right underneath it. Like, yeah, Samwise yeah. Gamgee with Sheila, but right up. Exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, Very good. nice. The spider sort of curls around, and as you pull the sword free, sections of the glass and uh, and ceramic pull out in different points of the spider, creating these gashes through its body. As it stumbles backwards, it then falls off the back of the cliff behind, um, dropping down onto the the ground below with a sickening crack. Um, Yerveth, you've still got your bonus action if you'd like it. Yeah, as a bonus action, he looks at Eleanor and goes, in Draconic, he says, uh, hunt. And Eleanor is going to attack, because she'll just follow off from me. Go for it. Eleanor's going to run on into this one. Fantastic. That one's, that one's on the ground now, isn't it? The one yeah, I should uh, say, actually, Baldur, when Baldur um, moved up and attacked, he, he gets pushed back as the spider drops down into that space. Oh, yeah. Uh, Eleanor's going to chomp at the spider. Eleanor might be able to do this. Oh, with a natural 20, she probably will. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> um, would you like nice to roll one. me some damage? Oh, this is going to be nasty. Uh, so is a, yeah. So that's going to be a 6 plus another 6, because it's a d6 plus 4, so 12 damage. Oh, mate, you are exactly lethal. How would you like yes. Eleanor to do this? Holy um, shit. I, yeah, wow. Well, I don't think Eleanor's ever killed a creature before like this. This is great. Um, yeah, I don't know. I imagine Eleanor just goes like barging through towards this uh, this uh, spy that's just dropped down. And then, yeah, just rams it with his head like straight in the face and then just like clamps down um, on its yeah, on its on, on its on its on its face. Just sort of tries to bring it down with its weight and sort of pulls it back and takes a big chunk out of its uh, out of its head. Yeah. And with that the spiders yeah. are very much defeated. I will I'll pull it out of initiative. Um, you guys watch as the the ruined corpses of the spiders begin sort of moving slightly uh, still under the impetus of their of their previous uh, previous lives, like moving and twitching slightly, but otherwise very much now uh, defeated and dead. Uh, and with that, I'll bring us out of initiative and bring us back to some quiet music. There's still some spoops, spoop music. Um, yeah, you see that the these giant spiders, the webs above, are filled with. Um, creatures or, or forms and figures completely surrounded by webbing up above um, packed into these tight packages bound in webs and, and attached to the ceiling and the spiders themselves seem wrong you notice that 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 green icarish or icarish blood that's leaking from them um it, it, it's very strange color you have if you particularly would have some experience with spiders having come from the uh, the nudian jungle something very wrong about their blood spider blood should be a, a dark sort of reddish brown this is mm. odd something's very wrong here um yeah i'd probably take a closer look at that um yeah yeah to make me a survival or nature check your choice uh it'll be a survival check or specifically a what the fuck's up with these spiders check please <laughs> yeah 22 um yeah, you have a, something. Yeah, there's something that's happened to these creatures. Some corrupting force. Um, there is a species of fungus deep in the Nunian jungle that you're very familiar with. That um, when it infects insects, can take control of their bodies as the fungal growth grows out of their backs and moves them around. But only insects. There's no signs of fungal growth, but this reminds you of that. There's these tendrils of dark green matter moving throughout their bodies. Very very weird yes it is cordyceps is the, the reference there 
Uh, yeah, I sort of relay that information to the group. Uh, uh, this doesn't seem right. These, these spiders, they're, uh, they're not normal. Something seems to be corrupting them, either natural or otherwise. Bottle just wipes the blood of, of, off the blade from the corpse of the spider, just cleans it up. Yeah, does, do you use your peppermint rag to clean the green <laughs> Oh, yeah, it makes it all smell nice. Yeah, just soak it off. I imagine there'd be a lot of blood, so it's a one-use type item. Yeah, as it, as just like drop it on the ground, like, ugh. It's <laughs> just dripping with spider blood. Yeah, that's my try and like harvest some of the uh, poison if you can from some of these spiders. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. As as you go and like begin sort of examining the fangs, you can see that there is still a little bit of venom on the on the surface of these. Um, can you make me a? Do you have a poisoner's kit? I think Shana does. Yeah. Um... Yeah. I, look, I I go I go down and like think about it, and then I look at Shana. And I'm like, uh, Shana, do you mind if I uh, take some samples? Yes. Uh, I'll yeah, need to sure. use your kit though. She she hands it over and um, uh, yeah. Just before we get too far into resource harvesting, um, your ears are a bit more refined than mine. Um, you can't hear anyone coming that may have been alerted to our presence via that loud fight. Can you? <laughs> no, you're listening out for that. Uh, Yerveth, make me a perception or investigation check. Twenty-five. Ah, uh, Ali, you're reading my mind tonight, aren't you? Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> as you as you begin listening out, you hear initially um this strange, almost like scraping noise. And then you watch as the water in the pool begins to displace, being pushed away from that tunnel towards the southeast. As the water begins flooding into the room and pushing, you watch as emerging from the water, a dark oh, no. green head pushes through before this massive draconic body forces its way into the room as a large green dragon pushes itself Shit. out of the water and climbs onto part of the island. You watch as its dark green scales marred with this strange purplish corruption, tendrils of black purple, uh, almost like veins carrying across its face, milky white eyes and its teeth dripping with this purple venom as it roars menacingly, sightless eyes turning towards you on the platform. And that is where we're going to end for tonight. <laughs> and we will come back next well, session shit. to see how that goes down. <laughs> Holy shit, I, I was literally, I was giving you guys like three, four more seconds and then that was going to happen. And then you're like, I want to have a bit of a listen, guys. I don't feel safe. Fucking <laughs> hell. You, you didn't you, do it before we started harvesting. I'm like, I don't want to be rude and interrupt anyone. starting to learn my patterns as a DM, and I don't like it. <laughs> no, that's that's awesome. Amazing. Oh, my goodness. Um, Thank you so much, everybody, for joining us. If you're joining us live, if you're watching on the YouTubes or the podcasts, thank you so much. Chuck us a like. It really helps us out. Leave a comment. Um, we love it when people share stories from their D&D campaigns or Pathfinder campaigns or Edge of the Empire or whatever it is you're playing. Share a story. I'll read it out live on stream at the beginning of the session. I forgot to do it tonight. I actually had one. I feel really bad. I just remember now. I'll do it tomorrow night in the Avatar <laughs> Legends session. Um, yeah, share us, share us a tale, share us a story. We'll read it out loud. Um, yeah, 
like, comment, subscribe. You know the drill, guys. You know how it goes. Um, thank you so much. We will see you all again next week. And yes, we will have our lovely guest characters, Tom and Haz, joining us again next week. Thank you so Woo. much, you two, for joining. And Woo. awesome, awesome characters. We know Baldor. We love Baldor. But really cool to have Akani come in. Awesome, awesome character. It's Cannot awesome. wait to see how this develops, this situation. But you're going to have to wait another week. So until then, everybody, stay safe, stay well. We will see you all again next time. Until then, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Thank you.